what it is. This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better. Right now, yeah. Nobody does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead, tell me something right now. Yeah, and I'm living in a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always jittering. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Episode 1110 of Hard Factor. It is Friday, December 23rd, 2022. Thank you for cheating on the news with us. We are taping this episode live at 7.15 p.m. Eastern Time on Thursday night on YouTube.com slash Hard Factor. If you want to join us for the live tapings, they are very fun. If we refer to anybody who's commenting on the show live, we're going to refer to that as the chat. If we take it to the Internet, we will take it to the Internet as always. Hell yeah. Comments. Every Thursday it's night. Interactive show. Yeah. So <laughs> very fun. It's been it's been fantastic every time I've I've enjoyed it. We how many have we done in a row now? Four. Five? Four, Four or five. Nice. Something like that. It's you know, Great. it's so fun. You probably we've done more, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lose Definitely track. the way it's working. Yeah. Must have been. Mm-hmm. As good as we are at it. <laughs> fantastic, as you can tell. Uh today. Mark's got uh, storms and dirt in the coffee. Cup it's coffee. chilly and dirty out there. I'm addition. Mm. Pat's got a Walmart hostage situ- situation and more on deck. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, absolutely nutso situation coming out of Mississippi in terms of a hostage, you know, hostage at Walmart. We'll get into it. You stay tuned. Well, That's I- a total Pat story, by the way. It, it, it can only be more Pat if it, like, went from hostage to manhunt like in the same See, yeah, yeah. You, I, yeah everyone's been they saying are, that I'm, I'm trying to figure out sometimes. why no I'm that's not, a you that's a you story man i believe you i just <laughs> well it's one I of your beats you. pat yeah i, I mean, mean i was have, very attracted we, to it we all have beats right yeah you mm-hmm. you definitely have the hostage manhunt beat I yeah big say. time well i gotta say to you um and uh eric i don't i don't know maybe you can pull this up uh the uh tweet slash instagram that will dropped on on his personal uh with the perfect storm it oh. was just one of my favorite social media knocks that you've you've uh, you've cracked. I've, I've got time. it. I've got it here. And it's it's not we're going to talk about it in the high five because I was inspired by the hive with this. Oh, one. let's wait. Let's this, wait on it. Then Teaser. This is from the discord. So okay. you want to well, drop it now it was, or, or it was wait. damn good. It was a damn we good could, tweet. I think it. we should okay. tease it till the end. Okay. <laughs> hold on. You'll find out who in the hive gave us that incredible map. If you haven't seen it yet, it's literal lol. A law. <laughs> was it a was nice. it ro- raffle? No, I go. I went <laughs> roll on the floor, right. laughing. You guys want to do no. the coffee? You want to do the yeah? Let's, let's All right. Yeah. yeah, cup of coffee in the big time. All right, so uh, you know we do the top stories, but before that, sometimes we do joke of the day. And today, I don't think there could be a better joke of the day to send us off into the holiday break. Remember, there's fresh episodes of Hard Factor starting um, next. Wednesday night, Wednesday morning, Tuesday night at midnight Eastern mm. time. So Tuesday night, Wednesday morning, you get your Wednesday, Thursday, Friday show, fresh news. And we're going to give you like a Boxing Day special Ooh. late Monday afternoon, probably 
to to whet your appetite. Um, but we'll Boxing show's not day. doing that, Mark. We're taking one, we're taking one, one day off for Christmas. Right. One day off. A lot of, a lot of shows not special. delivering yeah. that type of service. No, no, no shows. Hardly anybody. No, none. We so are. you get one with Hard Factor. One show is. But here you go. This is the joke. This is to take us into the break. Um, it says, this is uh, from Santa Lombard, uh, by the way, formerly Lombard Trucking. Santa Lombard sent in a, a tweet Please from John Rothstein that says, I love the holidays and will never forget when I found out the truth about Santa. It was 1991, and I wrote him a note asking him for a WWF stuffed animal. I woke up Christmas morning and nothing was there. Uh, I cried, but my mom quickly consoled me. Her response, John, we're Jewish. So, yeah, he wasn't going to get anything from Santa. There you go. (laughs) Hopefully he got it on one of the eight giving nights of Hanukkah. Yeah, right. Did they have a a Jewish Santa? Uh, Nope. Saul? Saul? Well, Santa isn't really Christian either, (laughs) is it? Is it it like... it's been adopted, but it's it's no like loosely it's like loosely Catholic, right? I mean Saint I, Nick. Well was it, it's also like German, right? Like uh pagan. Right. I think it's more Krampus. pagan. Yeah. Yeah, trees, it's pagan. Yeah. Pagan. The the Santa Claus, but didn't we look into this last year? Saint Nick was like um he was like double teaming his neighbors' wives. He was he was banging all his neighbors' wives, sneaking in and out. Oh, you presents, gotta think he's unquote. a dirty guy. That's why like, he was like I'm sleeping he's all- sneaking down the chimney. And he's yeah. always described as like red faced and he, he's, he's like a big sloppy drunk that comes down your chimney once yeah. a year. And he might, probably going to bang your wife, you know, you certainly if you if you look away, <laughs> if you don't it's keep hard your to, eyes. He's on. a sneaky guy. It's he's hard slipping. to not have high blood pressure when you're banging your neighbor's wife. It's a stressful situation. That's right. right. That's all and the pock marks. Constantly <laughs> almost getting caught. Yeah. <laughs> Got a lot more houses to hit. Tonight. Sneaking, yeah. sneaking whiskey swigs on the way out, you know. Before <laughs> I'm just here to give your kids uh, presents. No, <laughs> that's also weird, right? What do I got? Right. Shit. Um. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, we have an awesome. We should re-release uh, the Four Loco Christmas again this year. We have, mm. a, we have a comedy sketch where we'll play Santa. <laughs> All right. Um, first story. Let's get an update here. Do you guys remember uh, George Santos? He was the cream of the crop a few days ago. The House of Reps guy from New York that uh, completely lied about everything he ever accomplished on his resume. Yeah. Uh, vaguely. Yeah. Vaguely. I think you were off that show, Pat, but I'm sure, sure you heard about it or saw it. So George Santos, he lied about everything, what college he went to, all of his professional jobs, him owning yeah. homes, him uh, him owning a, a, a pet charity that he created that didn't exist, all this crap. He made it all up. Uh, there's a few updates, naturally. First off, uh, he finally responded, sort of, because, you know, you, you kind of have to respond to that type of uh, accusations that you're, you're full of shit about your entire life, right? right? Um, so he said on Twitter, to the people of New York 03, that's like the district he won, uh, I have my story to tell, and it will be told next week. I want to assure everyone that oh. I will. Yeah, right. I will assure Tune everyone. That, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I want to assure everyone that I will address your questions, and I remain committed to deliver the results I campaigned on, like uh, public safety, inflation, happy holidays. Oh, blah, blah. this guy is the best grifter. Yeah. See, he's he's gonna he's gonna make money off of his explanation of how he lied to everybody. Right. He's not exactly up a, an event. Not exactly yeah. a denial, was it though? No. So he, no, he's no, no. pretty much like, just give me a little more time. He yeah. he is well, praying for a 9-11 like event right he now. He bought his team, he bought his team a whole week to come up with something. He's gonna I mean, have more lies. Yeah. But he's gonna get paid for them to tell it at a place where he's controlling, you know, like who's there and like what like you know, he's probably gonna try to get some money out of this somehow, right? I mean 
He, the uh, hustle I mean, never stops with George. Or he's keeping a no, job no, is kind of like well, getting Well, the hustle's somebody. never stopped with George. No. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'll say this. Every time, uh, every time you look back, right, like there's not that many disasters that dominate the news cycle, right? Like mm-hmm. let's say 9-11's numero uno. You can walk it back to a significantly less like impactful, important event that still dominates the news cycle. Every one that you examine, like every documentary you might watch, there's always uh, a little part where they're like, and do you know why they'll talk about some other story and they'll be like, and you know why you didn't hear about that? Because that happened on 9-11, right? It's like it got buried in the news cycle. So it does yeah. happen. It does. It's, it's it's a Hail Mary move, but it's well, possible he's that hope- over the weekend something nuts will happen. And then- Like Christmas, Pat. Like Christmas. Yes, like uh, Christmas. So so George Santos uh, also, that, that was the first uh, new development is he's like, I'll get back to you in a week. Uh, no denial. But uh, then this came out yesterday as well. So George Santos ran an openly gay uh, campaign, which I, I detail I missed and probably because who, who cares, right? Who cares? Wait, 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 that he was gay or the campaign was gay? No, he was gay. So like, I, I didn't I didn't notice that fact. And so I didn't mention it because it really wasn't pertinent until yesterday. Um, so great. He's gay. Cool. One issue. Uh, he reportedly divorced his wife two weeks before launching his first campaign back in 2020. And that's just being like reported on publicly now. So Santos currently lives with his husband and four dogs. But up until December 2019, he was married to Uadla Santos. George has said in his campaign uh, to win a seat, which he did in federal Congress, that he's been openly gay for over a decade. So I guess openly gay to everyone except for his wife, Uadla. Right. <laughs> well, she knows. <laughs> yeah. She knows. It's part of the plan, maybe. Yeah. Or... Or he's just lying about the being openly gay part. He's lying about how long he was openly gay for is what he was doing. Because he's like, I don't want to look like I just became gay to win a seat. Uh, I've been gay forever, you know, openly. Mm. Uh, Watch me suck this dick. He's going to have to suck a dick. He's going to have to suck. He's, you know what? He's, well, he's, he's probably, probably gay. He lives media. with his husband, but I, he, I mean, he's probably gay currently. He's, he's a grifter. So who knows what, what's going on with this guy? But um, he's, he'll say anything. He'll yeah. tell you whatever that you want to fucking hear. You, like, <laughs> is there any like backup of like or like theories about why he did this? Like, like, was he like a piece oh, of to get shit? elected to, to get, get elected, elected back to, to be a congressman? Yeah. Right. Like everyone tells a little why to get elected, but it seems like well, he really stacked them all up. He like he he, he just I mean, uh, yeah. Look, also during this decade that he was openly gay and married, he remember he got kicked out of two rental properties for not paying rent uh, and lost in court. So it was a tough decade for him while he was uh, while he was married. So George Santos is just a complete lying sack of shit. And I can't wait to hear what his team comes up with next week or if he's just going to straight up resign. And I think what he's going to do, I think what he's going to do here and uh, w- which maybe was his mindset, Pat, from the beginning. And he's just like, well, you know, <laughs> once I told one lie. you might as well go all the way right and so that's where we are everybody and then we'll see where he goes from there because i mean like you know he might try to just waddle his way out of this like i bet he will you don't have to resign anymore god i hope i hope he doesn't resign this guy's the most entertaining uh, politician in a while i'm I'm better for better for entertainment absolutely uh yeah especially because i want to i want to see which lies he chooses because some you're gonna have to double down i mean like some are obviously he's gonna have to be like that's not he, exactly true, but some he's just going to have to like really. He's got to lie bigger. He's going to have to lie bigger to get out of the lies now that he's caught. Um, you know, well, this probably, politician's a great, great career path for somebody who's a gifted liar like George. So. Yeah, I mean, if he can't be the public figure because he got caught, he's going to be on someone's team behind the scenes. Um, yeah. You know, who's pissed about this probably is 
Al Franken is probably not too happy this guy hasn't resigned. Oh, he he was like, mm-hmm. so Al Franken was like yeah. the very first Me Too cancellation. Yeah. And so he was on the very front end of all the cancel culture. And he, and he did he did and, the right thing. He stepped out himself. He's like, I shouldn't have done this. I got to right. go. But what happened after that? He came back and he's like, I made, is, I made a huge mistake after yeah. that. Yeah. Now, if he had just held on, every everybody would have forgotten about him. Yeah. That, as you said, oh, after the Weinstein stuff came out or like, however, you know, the next creep. Right. The double he impeachment been like, of our president yeah. who stuck around, you know, like yeah. Franken's like, this was the worst move I ever made resigning. He's like, because he was he, I think he had a few small allegations, too, besides this hilarious picture of him honking a passed out military woman's boobs. Um, <laughs> he's also a comedian. Yeah, he's, he he's a, you know, he he's, was, he's a, but really he before. He, yeah, he, he is. Funny. I think like you got to give a little slack to, to guys that are commi- well, like, like Zelensky. Franken. Not once. Not once they become politicians. He got called out like you, you have to. If you're yeah. if you're a comedian, that's part of it. If you if you go from comedian to politician, you are shit at that job. If you do not understand the differentiation you between you the sh- careers, you certainly shouldn't have someone taking a picture of it. You know, was yeah. he but, honking or air honking that service person's breasts? Well, on a USO tour or well, no, as a it was senator? inappropriate. It was an. I mean, he yeah. stepped well, down. He stepped down on his own volition because he was so. After fucked, that but, picture came out, there were allegations right. of him groping in the office, like inappropriate, uh. inappropriate touching. He, he he was like a JV Cuomo. He would like exactly rub, like he would like rub your shoulders. And kiss you on the cheeks type of guy. He, yeah. he could have gotten away with his bullshit yeah. had he been on the end of yeah. the cancellation spectrum instead of on the very beginning. Yeah, sometimes some timing is everything they say, right? Timing, fun fact, timing is everything. Fun fact about Franken. Yeah. Uh, one, of, one of the most uh, legendary SNL sketches of all time, the Chris Farley, Patrick Swayze, Chippendale sketch. Franken contributed one thing to that sketch. He got a co-writing credit. I think it was uh, Jim's hand, James hand. Jim Handy, he wrote it, but uh, fantastic. He gave sketch. he gave Farley the name Barney. That was his contribution. Oh, nice. <laughs> Barney's a great, great name, name for that. Mm-hmm. Look, if it came down to the dancing, I'd go with Barney. I, I think the, I think what happens here is I just Adrian? have to go. Yeah, I just have to go with the fact that his body is your body is much much worse than his. much much. <laughs> <laughs> excellent sketch um all right speaking of shady shit politically abc reporter this is this is a bad girl abc reporter and uh producer Kristen henschel has been accused of accepting money from a lobbyist group to skew the news and record hit pieces um for their agenda which was like anti and pro-environmental or anti like uh, green um this is worse than politicians taking money, in my opinion. <laughs> this is bad. When journalists take money, that's worse than politicians. It's fuck. It's fucked. That's fucked. But that's their. I mean, like literally, their jobs usually is to write for a very skewed organization that tells them what to write, anyways. So eh, yes and no, but like it's a different thing with like a lobby group coming and be like, write this story. I guarantee eh, you, like, well, here's there might I'm be thinking. opinions that are skewed, and that's where you end up at, <laughs> at in terms of in terms of like outlet. But yeah, it's fucked up. There's always pens and and mouths for hire. That's for sure. That's true. In media. She mainly freelanced for Good Morning America. Uh, They're they're having a tough time with it with the host host having an affair uh, recently. Yikes. And um, she received about $15,000 from Alabama-based political consulting firm Matrix LLC uh, to allegedly hit peace and gotcha interview mainly Florida politicians that were, quote, environmentally friendly. Um, she wasn't even assigned to do the interviews or like some of them by, uh, according to ABC, but you know, like with journalism, they're kind of like, go out and get the piece and then bring it to us. And if it's good, we'll air it. But she wasn't like contracted by ABC to do any of these interviews. She just went out and, um, basically 
Matrix LLC paid a bunch of money to get private investigators and they would get dirt on these like politicians. And she would go set up an interview and say, this is on behalf of ABC. It's going to be on Good Morning America. And she would go to their house or bring them to a, a scenario with a, with and a camera she got you then. And then she would say things like, uh, how come your 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 daughter got arrested for drinking underage right. and shit like that? And why just do like, you love private jets when you love the earth so yeah. much? She was like, when you married to this lady. Yeah, exactly. So she was, doing, she was doing that type of crap. One one guy, she made up a completely fabricated a story for the and ruined this guy's like career. He was like a very like pro environmental guy. And she goes, well, how come 20 like uh, endangered tortoises died on your, your site? And then he's like, what? <laughs> he, uh, no, no, no tortoises died. She made up the whole story. <laughs> We have the shells. She got him so bad. Yeah, we have the shells. Yeah, it ruined his career, I think. What um, did, did they air any of these or No, not really. They aired them on like their Thing. their like uh lobbyist group pages. Oh, so she did this yeah. like she was coming at yeah. she was just headhunting these people. But she and, was like, a producer for ABC while she was freelancing and not getting the stuff on the air. So ABC ended up firing her because they're like, We can't have her. Right, because that was, this was her side gig was like ruining yeah. people's careers yeah. with fake interviews. So she was effectively selling her credentials, right? So that she could go get set the interviews up they're probably right. never she's gonna like, air on abc she's like i'm a legitimate journalist Correct. I'm so an they'll ABC believe producer, yeah. they'll believe that like if i roll up with a team or whatever she's, i'm less mad at that then i'm less mad right she's giving like she's giving like a, a, a weight to this group that just wants to pay her to go fuck with these people but wait till you yeah. hear that this Kristen henschel she's a bad girl she does bad stuff oh i mean and, she's taking checks to ruin people no guys lives. love yeah, her I mean, she's, Bro, gotta, she's, she's in she's done a lot of detention <laughs> You got to yeah. hear her love stories here. She was uh, she was getting the info from private detectives from, like I said, from Matrix LLC. But the CEO of Matrix LLC was banging her. He was having an affair with her, uh, Jeff Pitts, and he stepped down in 2020. So he's he was cheating on his wife with her. And she has been linked to uh, an affair with To Catch a Predator's married Chris Hansen in 2011. Chris Hansen. She Chris took down Hansen Chris Hansen. Stepping out. Yeah. Oh wow! What's Chris, Chris Hansen's catchphrase? What does he say when he steps out? I Why'd didn't sleep seat? with Kristen Henschel. Why'd you take a seat? Why'd you take a seat right there? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why'd you take a seat? That's what his wife told him when she found out about Kristen Henschel. Why don't you? Take That's a out seat? on the internet. He's fucked. Yeah, he's done. Man. Yeah. Chris Hansen's a fucking genius, bro. Like, like That's to invent to show. invent that whole genre of television and great catch show. predators at the same time. Yeah, that'll get Hats you. Off. That'll get you some tail. It, but it hopefully it got him some points because his wife is so mad at him. He's it got his wife a house in the divorce. Right, the divorce. Yeah, he's he's probably yeah. This, yeah. That probably came after. Luckily that probably him. comes after every time that lady fucks a girl. What fucks a guy? What's her name again? Yeah, Kristen Henschel has Kristen ruined Henschel. two marriages yeah. we know of. <laughs> two high profile marriages we know of. Yeah. What? She's just pro- a professional home wrecker, <laughs> yeah. life ruiner. Just so <laughs> fuck you up. She's like the Grinch. Yeah, she's hilarious. She's a bad Hansen's girl. doing okay. Oh, Chris, how's Chris Hansen's controversies affected his $1.5 million net worth? That's a low ass net worth. Dude, I didn't well, know. Well, his wife has 1.5 too. So he three. deserves more. Look, yeah, he he's was been three. screwed in contracts clearly because he, yeah. he deserves more than, than that. Chris Hansen. He might have multiple divorces, guys. We don't know. Oh, Why don't you guys take a, a, we know he has one. This is 10. This is this entire article is 10 things that have sunk Chris Hansen's net worth. Is one oh, Chris no. he's, this he's is old, but money. I'm sure it's going to be well, on there now. He's creative, but he's bad with money. That's the that's the there problem. are rumors. He's in financial ruin, but he won't stop trying to catch predators. <laughs> I believe it. I believe oh, man. It. <laughs> he's going to spend every last dime. Yeah, it's not about oh. the money for him. It's catching the predator. <laughs> that's the best <laughs> headline of all time. Yeah, <laughs> he can't stop. He's addicted. I don't do it for the money. All right. This is good news. At least I think it is. No, it is. It is. 
uh, YouTube and more importantly, YouTube TV has won the rights to NFL Sunday ticket for a reported $2.5 billion a year. It's great mm. news. Fantastic news. Goodbye cable TV forever. That's pretty much it, right? Like what? There's no more point in having cable. Well, Sunday ticket kind of, they kind of waterfalled and teared down and doing and that red anyway. zone red zone. Well, the only reason to have cable for the last, like I'd say like five to 10 years is Sunday ticket and red zone. No, but, well, what I'm saying is I was on a lot of people, including myself, were on the uh, the Xbox loophole, which then they kind of extended just to the Roku. Loophole. Well, right. That, that, but not everybody like not like older folks couldn't do that. Like because right. that you had to be like kind of close to like college. Right. Because it was the college. Mm-hmm. loophole. No, you're right. But, well, the, the DirecTV's reign of terror on Sunday tickets over. I think they had a 10 year contract with the NFL. So for the past decade, you could only get Sunday ticket if you had a, a guy come out to your house and apply install a giant dish i did that like at three different houses my last home i did it at the right. one i'm still living home, in people in t- homes couldn't do it it took five hours for because my house is old and wasn't wired correctly so this guy right. spent five hours installing direct tv i was like i gotta get the ticket man i'm sorry i know it's a pain in the ass but i gotta get the ticket it's terrible um, you had to do it, at, it so homeowners or people in houses couldn't do it apartment people in yeah. apartments could get away with the. it's at least pack. one dump yeah. that they're taking at your house installing that thing oh yeah oh yeah it takes five time. hours He's going to take a dump at your house. That's a dump. And he's got to break out a ladder, too. I mean, once you once you do the squats to get the ladder off, yeah. the, off Look. the truck and then up on the side of the roof and then you, you climb up there, you get that. You have to take a Look, shit. There's he's going to no get a look at your he wife. He had lunch. He ate Arby's he right came, before getting on that tapped, ladder. He came in and tapped his watch and I was like, it's the first one on the right. Yeah, he's going to take a dump and he's going to get a look at your <laughs> yeah. wife. That's oh, those yeah. are the two things that are going to happen. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then I'm going to get a text. Uh, Let's go take a look around. creepy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, hey. I, I, I didn't know you were married. Yeah. Oh, uh, I didn't know the bathroom wasn't in uh, in your bathroom when you no, were getting ready. Yeah. This is fantastic, man. Honestly. Oh, the bedroom TV. bathroom's not the ba- not the only bathroom? <laughs> yeah. Oh. I, I feel I feel like I pay fucking. I, I thought I heard like a shower. That's my. That's on me. I thought <laughs> I heard a shower running. But it's been a oh, long day. I've been here for job, five hours. I, I'm also a plumber. I got confused. Um <laughs> I feel like I don't know the exact amount of money because like and I've almost canceled it a hundred times, but I can't bring myself to do it. I feel like I pay like one hundred and seventy dollars a month during football season or something insane. And it yeah. doesn't fucking work. No, this like, is, I've been logged out of my Sunday ticket for like three weeks now. Three, three YouTube, Sunday football. YouTube TV is awesome. It oh, never it never fucks up with the weather. I have it. I have YouTube TV currently instead of cable. I have like, you know, like 70 channels, ESPN and the main whatever. But now you can get it. You don't need to get YouTube TV. I pay like 60 bucks a month for like 80 channels. You can get it a la carte. They said YouTube TV is huh. so easy to use. You can watch it on your phone, your laptop your tv it's you just log in the app it never so fails you're just gonna order this thing and you, and you, DV, you have unlimited dvrs you can dvr every football game i dvr'd every world cup game that like that doesn't even take up one percent of the storage space there's no storage space not to be youtube pro stands because you know they're not paying us but i will say this a couple other dope features if you're a podcast listener which i know that you are you watch <laughs> and you consume too, this right? show on youtube youtube tv i believe allows you to keep the audio running well you turn your phone screen off you know like normally on youtube if you click that button right, that's annoying right, that's a, they added that stuff. recently right. yeah it's pretty fucking yeah sick. It, it, dude honestly like I, I, we've been talking about this a lot and i know that we're on a ton of platforms so this I don't isn't know what, an ad read by the way this is just YouTube this is just TV. our opinions this is we love sunday ticket yeah right i don't know yeah. what you're listening on right now but like seriously youtube tv excellent one it's like one of our top two if you're not on youtube or spotify the apps for listening to us those are by far the most advanced with the you know 
with the features for our podcast. And so I can imagine for DirecTV, uh, for Sunday Ticket, it's going to be even better. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think so. I'm You're going to be able to mix your own fucking uh, multi-screen. Like, they have that crappy multi-screen now. It sucks. I bet you'll be able to, like, mix a sick multi-screen, get a couple games up at once, change the, the sizes, potential. I'm excited. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, exactly. All right, guys. Uh, looking for something here. I had it, and then I lost it. Oh, here it is. It's the calm before the storm. There's some bad weather brewing. Yeah. You might notice I'm not in my normal Friday attire of a straw hat, beach hat, uh, and glasses, and like a Florida-style shirt. Well, it's I'm Christmas in, week, right? I'm in a sweater, and I have on a Russian hat because it's fucking freezing outside everywhere. Uh, besides where Will is, it's they're calling Winter Storm Elliot. I guess that's what this one is now. I think the, I don't know if that's the same. I thought it was, I think it was Diaz last week or earlier this week. Now it's Elliot. They're doing first first and last names on an ABCD. Uh, basis and Elliot they're saying is a generational storm once in a generation it's turning into bomb cyclones everywhere uh, <laughs> what is your guys weather situation right now uh, it's nasty up here Mark I gotta say this is huge for Elliot's because uh, one thing I can say that's unequivocally you know just true about Elliot's is this, never met a tough Elliot but now this is just good for Elliot's stock all across the board like to have a really badass storm named Elliot. I mean, like it's huge. It's, it's a big win for a, a small group of guys, not a ton of Elliot's out there. So I mean, after are, Billy Elliot, that was, I mean, that was really hard for them, but it's that also like Elliot's are generally it, nerdy. They're good at chess. But it's also bad. Cause like, remember you didn't want to be named Katrina after Katrina. What if Elliot really fucks shit up? Like what if uh, Elliot really like uh, leaves a, a wake of devastation? Oh, it's going to be a stressful well. weekend for Elliot's bro. Just thinking about that. Keep it, it, an eye. it weighing so the good, stressful. weighing the bad. Also, also, uh, you asked us how our weather is, Mark. Mine's yes. perfect. I'm I'm uh west of the uh bomb cyclones and Elliot's uh path. So we had horrible weather for the last several weeks, and now it's great out here and it went all to everybody else. So that is uh that's that's awesome for you. It is not great here. It's freezing and windy in Texas. Some places in the Midwest are Great Plains, uh in like the northern middle US. Negative 40 degrees. Like Wyoming was negative 40 degrees yesterday, negative 25 right now. It is really cold and nasty out. Jack Frost is fucking everyone's shit up. Pat, you're getting it. Uh, it's coming your way, like right now. Low it's, of 11 tomorrow night here. Yeah, yep. same. We have a low of 14 tomorrow night in, in Austin. It's not great. Uh, to all our commuters out there, our last minute shoppers, our truckers, our first, our police officers and first responders, be safe out there. It's cold. It's nasty. Oh yeah. Oh no, it's I mean that's 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 what a weather segment is, Mark. It's just it's you know right. It's always like it's always like, well, you gotta be safe out there, you know? Mm -hmm. We got (laughs) we got the macho man thing. Uh taking it it really it it did spice it up quite a bit. I mean macho man's great. Well, before we get to the last Andrew Andrew outfit, it's I mean it was incredible, but you can only dress the weather up so much, you know. No, it's exactly exactly. Uh before we get to the next two stories, let's take a pause to go to the chat. It looks like uh, Colin and, and, and this lady are like hitting on each other a little bit. Uh, tell okay. Her, or he's, he's hitting on someone. Tell her. So I Colin Phillips, up. he's watching the live show. Uh, yeah. He's saying AMHXX, which I guess is the lady, could be a dude. Our, most of our listeners are dudes. Say, saying, uh, tell us it's up. And then what's AMHXX saying? She's saying, um, um, she's saying oh. hit, hit me up. 
She's saying, Will said, this doesn't have any, Colin's just trying to throw. Oh, shit. She just added Colin. Okay. We'll keep, we got to keep you updated on this. There's like a little bit of a romance type thing going on in the chat. We'll keep our eyes on it. All right. One of us. One of us. Also, new people joining the chat, too. Eric's letting us know. New people. He's going to pop up one at the end of the segment. Oh, right now. Here's one. Sven Jones. First time tuning in for a live show. Let's fucking go. There we go, Sven. So let's let's do this one. Samuel L. Jackson is officially one of us, guys. Samuel L. Jackson just turned 74. Okay. Congrats. Uh, right. He also for uh, he also looks great because as they say, black don't crack. Right. He looks fucking good, bro. That's he like one of those. Good. That's one of those few nice stereotypes, like maybe Asians being good at math, but that's kind of like a bullying. It's kind of like nerd shaming. And then like Mexicans are hard workers. Should I stop? Should I stop? No, no, no. You, Mark, you're dead on it. I'll, I'll tell you what. <laughs> I almost had an opportunity to meet and 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 be around Samuel L. Jackson. I was so excited for it, but I got to tell you what the opportunity is because it it supports your your um, statement about how good he looks. Right, Trinidad James got cast as Bootsy Collins, right, uh, in a right. biopic about uh, George Clinton from Parliament Funkadelic. Right, that's uh, that's a good role. Yeah, that's a good casting. Bootsy him. was the bass player. He was yeah. the right hand man. Uh, guess who was playing George Clinton? Samuel L. Jackson. Right. Now, guess how old Trinidad James is. He's about right. half Samuel L. Jackson's age. Yeah. Right. And I was like, how is that going to? Oh, my God. It could work. It could Cause work. He, it's because he looks so damn good. He looked, um, yeah, the movie, movie ran out of money. We didn't get the. We didn't get the damn, play. that would uh, be cool, though. That would have been a good. That would be. I think movie. they shot the first half of it, man. Fuck. Oh, damn. I'd love to yeah. watch the first half. They should finish it. Anyways, on his 74th birthday this past Wednesday, uh, Sam, Sammy L. decided to give himself a treat. I'm talking about walking the dog. I'm talking about jerking off. Um, <laughs> so, so, yeah. So Jackson got online and he started hunting for the perfect porn to oh. J.O. to on his 74th, oh. right? Big, big day, yeah. big task. And I guess he doesn't know much about Twitter, uh, which we'll get into in just a second. Uh, but what he does know, the little he does know is that it's riddled with hardcore porn. The yeah. raunchiest of the raunchy is just oh, yeah. a click away in Twitter, right? That's what's dangerous about Twitter now. People do use Twitter to watch porn because yeah. there is plenty of porn on Twitter. It's, it's fun. You got to be careful, though, because you <laughs> like Samuel. And that's what he was after. He was after the raunchy stuff. He was after the good stuff. You know what I mean? So he, yeah. sta- he started looking and he started liking, literally liking a ton of really hardcore porn yes. tweets on Twitter. Nice. And his 9.1 million followers started noticing and they started saying things like, uh, Hey, uh, Owen says at Samuel Jackson. Hi, mate. Letting you know your likes are public and everyone can see them. And then <laughs> just, Trist- Owen, just trying to help you out. Semi. <laughs> Tristan goes, uh, we can dead ass see your likes. They're public, big bro. At Samuel Jackson. <laughs> he doesn't care. He's just being supportive. No. One artist <laughs> to another. It, 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 this happens. This happens to so many people. I mean, Ted Cruz, it's, it's happened to so many people with tons of followers. It's the best, but some people were supportive. Like Hud Dream says, Samuel Jackson at 74 liking Twitter porn. That's a man with his priorities in check. And I agree. And as you can see here, Samuel Jackson, you know, he had no idea because he doesn't even have a background on his Twitter page. He has no idea how Twitter no, works. He, doesn't he couldn't even get a banner pickup. He you know? like opened up the app. He's like, is there porn on this app? Yeah. This, what? Fucking, this fucking app has porn. This motherfucking app has motherfucking porn on it. <laughs> exactly. And they started liking all of them. Oh, and shit. Then- <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And that's why, as we covered yesterday, Mark, that's why he looks so fucking good at oh. 74 is because he's so horny. You want to be a horny man if he's you want to have forever. longevity in this life. 
Yeah, that's what the study sh- says. The Japanese listen- study says it. Yeah, if you listen to the show yesterday, you know Samuel Jackson has many more years to go. Seventy four is not going to be the end of him. Um, oh, yeah, man. so so it he, was. Uh, he tweets about once a month. Yeah. So he doesn't know Twitter. And he looks for porn the other 30 days. Yeah. But all these people telling him this, it finally got back to Samuel Jackson. So he went back into every porn tweet that he liked and unliked them, uh, and then probably walked the dog for a second time. So nice he did it twice. Uh, and he was he was saying things like, who put these motherfucking likes on these motherfucking porns? Oh, I did. Uh, it's, it's hard because it's like, you know, if you like – like a porn star you know for her his or her porn but then also like them for their takes you almost yeah. need a separate burner to follow them yeah because- he needs a burner from porn looking up but he doesn't know he, i don't know even if he knows about burners no nah, he probably just like he didn't realize he thought he was in a different app probably he probably thought he was in, yeah. he thought he was like on Pornhub or something hey, look he no shame happened to, to be on twitter no and shame he's to like Sam's oh game. shit <laughs> Does it so do yeah. do you only see that if you also follow follow Samuel? So like let's say you follow no, you, Samuel and then sees the porn what star. You like. What you like, people see. They see they get a notification that says they you liked this thing. You don't say. Huh. Yeah, you okay. don't you didn't know that? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes, no, yeah. yeah. It's easy to see people's likes. But look, enjoy yourself, Samuel Jackson. The hardest working man in the game the last three decades. Dude, dude's constantly working. He's on every every movie. Great actor, good for him. And that takes us to the cream of the crop and today's top story is pretty crazy one that he uh that i don't think we've covered this at all yet did you guys hear about the woman who killed her stepdad after she allegedly found nudes of herself on his laptop we might have covered this back when it happens i think i don't think so i don't think we covered it when it happened but i've heard of it since it happened and i think we did insane. it was january 2021 i think we mentioned it when she murdered him but the trial okay. just happened oh it's got okay. it all it's got sex it's got incest yeah. it's got justice most importantly and murder oh it's great let's get into it yeah. so jade jenks 39 year old woman from san diego oh. uh, you know she like admittedly killed her stepfather on new year's day in 2021 she was on trial for murder this past week her and her defense team said that she discovered a nude photo of, as a screensaver uh on thomas merriman her stepfather's laptop when she was cleaning and accidentally bumped one of those fat fat hips fat ass thigh cheeks into mm-hmm. the table the laptop went from sleep mode to there's there's her naked body quick poll which is a bigger boomer move Putting a screensaver up on your laptop of a nude that you like or not realizing that you're liking porn stars tweets and the whole world can see, which is a bigger boomer move. Those are both the, the likes. I think the likes, because like you're so unaware. You're so unaware. Like like putting up a nude that you took against somebody's will or without their knowledge is just psychopath shit. Well, I think okay, that could happen l- in l- any l- generation. Let me rephrase this. Which, the which is the bigger liking boomer move. porn tweets. That's that's let me rephrase it. Let me rephrase I it. The porn that. tweets thing or having a custom photo as a background desktop oh yeah but yeah, yeah any custom of any kind like, like your car yeah it's yeah. oh man i'd say i'd say photo desktop <laughs> yeah this one's pretty gross though right a gross photo desktop uh right. this is a quote from jade when i went to clean in his office area i'm wiping things down i bumped the mouse and it shook the screen awake there's a picture of female breast on the screen i have a beauty mark on my chest oh my god those are my breasts uh she said then she did a deeper dive and found over a hundred photos of herself, and they were like in folders labeled by body parts, like breast, oh, ass, vagina. What an organized creep! Yeah, he, he was cro- going he under the sheets. Yeah, he, he was going. Up, he was like he was like 
picking up the sheets to get her because like i'm sure she was covered most of the time. uh she some of the photos were when she was as young as 16 23 years uh, ago well so whoa. he was her stepdad for life so he was snapping him throughout her life i mean he was doing that on on a fucking disposable camera back then probably or like or you like can get them on you can get those on digital now but did you think he had a digital camera back then to snap? No. The, how does, does it say how he's snapping the pics? Uh, no, no, and I didn't. I didn't really look into that. Um, this this was in December 2020 when she found out about this, and that's when she wanted to kill him. Right, that's when the plot started, and she she had an opportunity that she seized uh, pretty much right away the next month when Merriman fell and was hospitalized, and upon release, like released to her custody and and like her care because he was like not able to be on his own. So I've got uh, him. So she gave him a shitload of sleeping pills the first day she yeah. got him back and and killed him. Um, and uh, he, he was found on January 2nd, 2020, after a welfare check. The welfare check came in from one of the multiple men that Jay Jenks was messaging things like this to, according to the prosecution and, and her text records. Uh, I just dosed the hell out of him. He's waking up. I really don't want to be the one to do this. I can't carry him alone and I can't keep a kicking body in my trunk. And I am about to club him on the head as he is waking up um that's oh, weird wow. as fuck who is she communicating that to multiple i don't want to be guys. the one to have to do this multiple men she wanted a guy to come over and help her move the body uh, well but more importantly so oh, she got multiple nuts. multiple other people yep. who, who, she got them to the place where it's like i mean it's right for me to kill him right if she's saying i don't want to be the telling, one to have she, to do this yes but then she was saying he's dead now and i need you to help move his body because he was and they're was all like, like oh i didn't yeah. sign up for that so no. the one guy called the cops that's what he said the one guy told her like i have a family i can't sorry i can't come over and move a dead body i have a family but send and his he, hard drive over to me so i can see exactly what you're yeah, talking about why you got so mad <laughs> yeah, i want to know why you were so mad maybe if i put myself in that place maybe i'll get there and come exactly uh mainly uh you don't need to send thigh you can send which which folder what are the folder names yeah just give uh, me the gist of it yeah well, i was take in contact with folders. so many different men about this yeah well well she has a hundred naked photos on the internet well she's she's a promiscuous girl uh yeah. so anyways, don't say that she didn't <laughs> so her hey, stepdad uh, took him against the she will. probably took, he, look they were all over the place pat um and anyways <laughs> uh the guy the guy called the cops on her on it because he's like all right i can't do this i'm already implicated he called the cops on her that's when the welfare check happened they found his dead body under a pile of trash she admittedly killed him and then tried to cover it up drug his body out to the driveway and dumped all of his trash on top of him so they found his body she just gave trash. up yeah um, she just she just killed somebody and then gave up on cleaning it the prosecution also says that she uh suffocated what? him with a pillow and that's so, like it was just like it was premeditated and crazy story this all is, around she was Mark, found this is not a first degree it, murder yeah this is weird yeah. so so did it say how long was between when she found the nudes and then when she, he got December 2020 December 2020 to uh January 1st is when he was in the hospital and re released January 2nd the body was found yeah okay so not that long like 12 two days weeks. two weeks yeah okay I was gonna say because it is premeditated but that's a, what it's shitty planning it's weird it's well, I mean it's the worst it's insane. she didn't plan on him it's slipping and falling killing. and then being like a, a blobbering mess like it was like he just got out of like getting his wisdom teeth removed and she was like oh I could kill him so easily right now she so thought like, it would just be peaceful and then she could just yeah. slip him out. But she would have still had to get somebody to help him to carry the. Get, That's help what she was trying to do thing. after the fact. Well, after I the mean, fact it just didn't. Did. Yeah, but like the whole thing, she had no backup plan. It was just so stupid. Get a load of this. What a bad when criminal. The, when the verdict was read guilty of first degree murder, this is the look she gave her lawyer. Uh, she thought she was going to get off. She's How crazy as she. She's looking at her lawyer like she wants. She's looking at her lawyer like she wants to give him sleeping pills. Yeah.
You yeah. can't get off on that. No, no, no. You're not going to get off. I know it's a revenge killer. He got off. It's, it's, yeah. he did, but it's still, it's still, you're not going to, it's still murder by the de- definition of the law. So, yeah, I mean, they could have arrested him for like maybe like child porn if she was 16, but she killed right, him. He's dead now. But she they didn't sentence him. her, did they? Did they sentence her yet? Or not, not yet. Um, this lawyer is really earning his money right here, even though he got the L. He's like, this yeah. is, this is where he earns his money. Yeah. <laughs> he <took laughs> he's the, the one so he who might get killed next. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there's some we have in the law called disclosure. You ever heard of it? Uh, she hasn't been sentenced yet, uh, Pat, but you, you can bank on uh, Jade Jenks eating gross prison food for the next few decades. Uh, but you you can do the opposite and, and order and eat the world's best steaks, Omaha steaks, right? Mm-hmm. One of the perks of freedom. You really could. Yeah, They're they delicious. have delicious steaks, burgers, hot dogs, pork chops, chicken breasts, potatoes, and apple tartlets. Uh, sounds pretty good, doesn't it? <laughs> it is. The holidays are here. Achieve gift and greatness when you give the gift of perfectly aged, tender, and delicious Omaha steaks. Omaha steaks put together a delicious selection of various gift packages to make shopping for the ones you love nice and easy. Go to omahasteaks.com and take advantage of 50% off site-wide, plus use code HARDFACTOR. At mm. checkout uh, to get an additional $40 off your order. So they got everything you need to give a gift that's simply perfect. Send an assortment of mouthwatering favorites like the delicious butcher's cut filet mignon, air chilled boneless chicken, ultra juicy burgers, and even easy to prepare comfort meals that are ready in a flash. So don't wait. Don't wait. What are you saying? Don't wait. I was, I, I was I saying it was so it. good. Oh, I was oh. saying it was just so delicious. Omaha steaks is so delicious. It is. Uh, order today and beat the shipping rush. Go to omahasteaks.com. Use promo code HARDFACTOR. Checkout. Gift. It's a gift from the heart, a gift that will be remembered with every unforgettable bite. Order with complete confidence, uh, knowing uh, you're ordering the very best. Omahasteaks.com. Take advantage of that 50% off site wide, plus use promo code HARDFACTOR. Checkout. Get $40 off your order. You might have to hit like a minimum amount to get the, the 40 off, but oh, you're going to get there. Yeah. You're going to want those steaks. Hey, um, while we're at it, I want to talk about something. That's my tea. Uh, I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I've been feeling the effects of aging. I'm, I looked at myself in the uh, mirror with my shirt off yesterday, and I was like, "Why do I? Why do I have a body like Alex Jones?" Um, it's getting there, but I'm doing something to fight it, guys. And that's taking Nugenics mm. Total Tea. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna take my third of the day. I take three of these supplements a day. Yeah, up my out. tea. And I'll tell you what, man. I'll tell you what. I'm teed up this week, if you know what I'm saying. Beautiful. Uh, a little little bit more pep in my step, and that ain't a lie. That is for real. Uh, yeah, I have a sensation coming over me multiple times a day, if you know what I mean. Uh, and I'm not working out. Urge. I'm not working to, out, but I... To get manly. Yeah. I am going to start working out soon, guys. Nugenics Total Tea contains man-boosting. Get it? Uh, key ingredients like testifin. It's been validated through five clinical studies, so no big deal. Shown to boost free testosterone levels in men. Uh, as a 36-year-old man, I need that. Um, well, also, uh, am I 30? I might be 37. I don't remember. Boost well, your manhood. Yeah. Every product professes Boost. quality. Many other products use generic ingredients that are often far less than critical grade. But with Nugenics Total Tea, you get the same clinical potency levels used in trials. So that's pretty good. And uh, the formula is backed by 10 years of science and research. So you can't be that. Here's how you get down on it, guys. Get a complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total Tea. And seriously, I recommend you do because I'm loving this stuff. All you got to do is text FACTOR, F-A-C-T-O-R, to 231-231. Text FACTOR to 231-231. Text now. Get a bottle of Nugenics Thermo, their most powerful fat incinerator. 
uh, with key ingredients to help you get back into shape fast. Absolutely free. Text factor 231231. Text factor 231231. Um, texting enrolls you in reoccurring automated texts. You know the you know the deal. Um, consent not required to purchase. Message and data rates apply. Okay, guys. Uh, we're going to talk about a couple things. We're going to talk about insane. Absolutely. Let's take it to the chat real quick. Well, well I want to hear what the uh, the the viewers in the live comp the live show okay. are saying. Okay. Uh, What's the chat got to say? And our, pro- our producer. I have, I have a funny. I have a funny one here. Uh, what do you this got? is related to the last story uh, from Stephen C. Because my brother's ex forgot she set her phone to sync. This is related to like you know putting up nude photos. Uh, she she sync sank, sunk her phone to his laptop. iCloud. iCloud. Yeah. And then they broke up. And then her phone kept loading pictures after they broke up, including one of her sucking off his bro's favorite bartender. Ouch. Oh. Can't go was back that on that purpose? Bar. Was that on purpose, you think? No. No, no it's very know. confusing. Everyone's like Samuel L. Jackson when, when it comes yeah. to the iCloud and syncing. Yeah. It's really confusing. Brutal. Um, wow. Brutal. brutal. That's brutal. That's incredible. Especially because it's a bartender. Nothing against bartenders. <laughs> his favorite bartender. No, no. It's, it's the one he goes, he talks to the guy. Yeah, no, I know. It's like, it's like oh, I that guy, that guy, you know what he did? That guy, uh, in, who's the guy from There's Something About Mary? The, the bastard that that, that uh, steals Ben Stiller's ideas. Brett Favre? No, no, no. The guy from the beginning, Matt Damon, Matt Dillard or whatever the guy's Matt name Dillon. is. Matt Dillon. Matt Dillon. He got all the information he needed at, yep. at every bar session, what she likes, yep. what she doesn't mm-hmm. like. And he was able to swoop in like, all I got is these damn Nepalese coins, you know? And, mm-hmm. and, did, and a yeah. DJ. Oh, oh, man. Oof. He stole all the moves. Yeah. Messed up, bro. Messed up. Brutal. Can't go back there. All right, guys. Uh, first up, before we get into the hostage story, I want to share a tweet with you guys that I liked this week. Uh, this tweet popped up on my feed. Now, keep in mind, I, I, look. You know how I feel about the person that tweeted this. And I have not followed this guy. I don't follow him, but he just will not get out of my feed. And it's bothering me. Uh, but our, our boy, um, <laughs> yeah, our boy, trained medic, um, confirmed girl puncher and future head of the GOP, Kyle Rittenhouse, he did a little retweeting, actually. Uh, so he retweeted uh, News Max reporter Benny Johnson, who's also the son of a tailor, I assume. Um, and Benny Johnson had, tw- had tweeted a video of uh, Ukrainian leader uh, Vladimir Zelensky being greeted by the Bidens um, when he went to the White House this week. And uh, Benny Johnson's tweet read, quote, this ungrateful piece of shit does not have the decency to wear a suit to the White House. No respect the country that is funding his survival. Trek suit wearing Eastern European con man mafia. Our leaders fell for it. They have disgraced us all. What an incredible insult. It's intense. That's intense. It's intense. It's intense. Because yeah. Zelensky, right. um, you know, he he, he wore a, a sweater. Do you think the tweet his sweater the, was comical? But do you think it, the tweet would have been the exact opposite if he wore a nice suit? I don't no, think that uh, guy likes him either way. No, no. I don't think. Look at his pinstripe mafia suit. Disgusting. Look how he's he's upstaging our president with his nice suit. Yeah, that's where all of our tax money's going into his nice suit. A nice suit. Yeah, yeah, Rolex. Look at that bastard. That guy was going to tweet that either way. Bastard. Okay, so our uh, our boy, um, train medic Kyle Rittenhouse, he retweeted that and he added um, a complete insult to Americans and our tax dollars. so the Americans are insulted and the tax dollars are insulted. And uh, yeah, here's huh. the thing. And this is why I wanted to clarify it. Um, Zelensky wore the green sweater and the green pants 
uh, as he are they brown or green though pat they're brown green hardest time the, the color doesn't really matter i the, couldn't figure the, out whether to call him brown or green and the i point called is, it brown yesterday the point but, is he's a wartime president but and he, he 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 wears that to show solidarity with his people and the people that are serving him in the fight against russia uh it's pretty widely known if you clicked on um benny johnson's tweet uh, a bunch of people had added that context to it uh yeah. He's yeah, also like why he does he's it. also he's also made a lot of videos that have done very well in that exact outfit. So I feel like he got on a hot streak and he's just never going to change out of it at this point. Uh, yes, he's it, like, it, but it, he's it, like, look, all right, I, I heat it up. It's a conscious decision change to just, say, it's like a I'm, I'm, I'm right. in the fucking bunkers. Yes, this I'm is me bunkers. now. I, yeah. I am Vladimir, the mud green guy. Now. Yeah. He will wear something different when they when they finish the one day, Russia, but but not not for several years. Anyway, on, on that note, guys, uh, Vladimir uh, went and spoke um, to Congress, the entirety of Congress. And I want to play a quick game with you guys. So uh, here's the game. It's kind of a question, a riddle, if you will, of the roughly 535-ish members of Congress who were in attendance at Zelensky's speech at the Before joint. 435. What's well, uh, good. Yeah, good no, God, if we had. Oh, you're saying the Senate was there too? The whole. Oh yeah, it's total. It's, yeah, it's total. Oh, okay. um, 535. Oh, the whole Congress yeah. was there. Yeah, plus well, not, I mean, pretty much all. Vice yeah. president plus. Disgusting. Yeah. Yeah, roughly 535 people were in the room, right? Um, so of those 535 people who are elected to Congress, um, who did not rise to their feet when, Vladimir, when Vladimir, not not yet, when Vladimir no, explained, when Vladimir explained that he never asked the U.S. for troop assistance in the war against Russia and instead just for tanks. Um, and I'll give you a couple hints, guys. Keep in mind, Madison Cawthorn, Left office early after he lost re-election. So he's Damn. back in North Carolina. That was an ableist stood. joke. Yeah, he couldn't have stood. Uh, <laughs> and guys, it was not, here's another hint, it was not any of the 12 Congress people who were born during the decade of the 1930s, okay? They all stood. Or any of the 72 Congress people who were born during the 1940s, all of them fought gravity out of respect for our uh, out-of-country guest who's fighting one of our two sworn enemies. Um, okay. What are your Ted, guesses? Ted Cruz, Matt Gates. Good guesses. Uh, well, Rand Paul. Rand Paul. Rand Paul. Okay. Well, here's the clip. Uh, I believe. I believe there should be no taboos between us in our alliance. Sounds Ukraine like it's a fake Ukrainian accent. American soldiers <laughs> to fight <laughs> on our land instead of us. Sounds like Wario. I assure yeah. you <laughs> that does. Ukrainian soldiers can. Perfectly operate <laughs> American tanks and planes themselves. Because of where are going, my queen. <laughs> all right, cut to it. Cut to it. Who is it? Who's it going to be? They're, they're all standing. Congress is standing. They're all getting up. And not Matt Gates or Lauren Boebert. Oh, wait, well, neither, you know, wait Nadler didn't either. Nadler was sitting too. It wasn't Nadler. It was uh, new. Nadler was sitting in the same row. He it was, was Tim Tim Burchett of Tennessee. It was it was it was Bobert. It was, Bobert, uh, it was Bo go, go play the end of that. Bobert Gates and Burchett. Can you free? Can you put it up on uh, mute and just freeze that? I can try to. Let's see here. Yeah. Look, Nadler's sitting too, right there. Where's, oh, I didn't. Yeah, I couldn't see Nadler in the frame. Yeah, so it's he's, he's Nadler, Gates, Pritchard, and Bobert. People didn't like that. People thought that was rude. Uh, it's a me, Vladimir. He does sound like like a, like a <laughs> like an action movie star taught him English, though. I mean, that's that's, that's got to be a joke. I'd love to be Ukrainian be and know voice. how he sounds when nah, he's speaking his I, native tongue. Look, that look, the, the, <laughs> I didn't want to, I didn't want to put him on blast with that voice, man. That voice is rough. 
Comic like, he, he needs to speak Ukrainian instead and just have yeah. a translator speak English for him because the English translation sounds very rough to Americans. They're like, whoa, look at that. that it sounds racist. It sounds, does sound yeah. racist. <laughs> sounds like someone's making fun of a Ukrainian guy doing an American accent. <laughs> It sounds like uh, you know when they used to do the bad lip reading dubs. Yeah, yeah. It, it kind of sounds like that. Exactly. Um, yeah, he's 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 not gonna have a, an easy time answering any of the questions about um, like uh, the the neo Nazis and stuff in in an English accent. I think That's he was phonetically reading. He was phonetically yeah. reading the words written out in Ukrainian, phonetically in English, something like that. Anyway, whatever. He's not asking for uh, the troops to go over there. Thank fucking God. Uh, anyway, let's get to the hostage yeah, well, situation. I mean, allegedly it's their war even though we've spent a total of over 100 billion if it's money send it just don't send lives yeah. right now don't send lives uh, whose war is it then though well it's if I you mean, pay for the whole thing look russia sucks that's my point russia sucks and they're right there so um okay they make great hats though they do make great hats i can't ukraine wear makes them too though so you could, it looks like that could be a ukrainian hat you can get one of them from ukraine too good point yeah, okay point. i got another riddle for you What's worse than having no other employment options than working at a Walmart in Mississippi where the average cashier makes just ten nine ten ninety one an hour? Not What's being employed at all? Mm, no, that's not right, Mark. It's close. That's um, not right. Uh, so being, d doing that and then also something Being horrible. taken hostage at gunpoint during a shift yeah. where you're making ten ninety one an hour in Mississippi. Holy yeah. shit. Okay. So this is not a fun story, guys, but it's absolutely fucking nuts. Uh, a woman, I'm not going to say her name, broke into a, didn't break in. She went into a Walmart. I don't know if she got the gun that she used to hold the Walmart employee hostage at the Walmart. Probably not, uh, but she did. She held a woman hostage, 21-year-old uh, Carlunda McGinster of West Helena, Arkansas. Unfortunately, things did not end well for her. She ended up um, being killed. After the police, well, the hostage, the hostage, no, the, the hostage, hostage killed. Oh, that's why you're not the saying Walmart employee. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, here's here here's the clip. You're gonna hear the lady yelling. Um, uh, she's asking for a news anchor. She's unhinged. Whoa, yeah, she looks like she's on a lot of drugs. She's got a gun in her hand. Oh, this is sad. And that Walmart employee is just frozen. Look of terror on her face. Man. It looks like she knows she's gonna get killed. Oh, so sad. And then she does that. She ends up killing that hostage. Why did she pick her? I have no idea. Uh, she, this woman's clearly mentally ill and under stress, duress of some kind. And then she what? just went into a Walmart and started and committed a. Uh, oh, I don't know how much more stick of this up I mass watch. murder. Hey. What? Why don't you let her go then, please? Hey, no. You're not doing it. Get your hands off. Oh, my. Are we going to hear a gunshot here? No, absolutely not. I wouldn't. Oh, my goodness. So, but, th but this is where it happens. They corner her in the restrooms and then... Yeah, I don't, I don't know if she... Oh. Yeah, I don't know if she got hit inadvertently, but police fire, if it was her fire, there's not a lot of details on the story, obviously. Uh, this broke late yesterday, midday, late day yesterday. Uh, horrible, man. Fucking horrible. So horrible. That's worse. That's worse. That, that's worse. You're right. It's the worst of them all. Yeah. Lord. Oh. 
so, you know, RIP to her and sorry to everybody in that entire town. That's going to be ridiculous to get over. Man, it. holiday season, like people really take it out on retail employees. Yeah, they do. They just like their retail employees are like punching bags for everyone's like uh, dealing with traffic. I, am, I don't have enough money. I'm, I didn't get all my yeah. gifts yet. My, my job sucks, too. And I, I bring it. Every, retail workers get fucking slapped by everybody. Holiday season is a real season of extremes. You know, people yeah. are like either getting like they're probably they're either getting like too jolly, maybe and doing like 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 crazy shit that way. Making mistakes too down or they're getting too down and making mistakes. that. You can way, make maybe. mistakes when you're too jolly or not jolly enough. Exactly. It's, it's the it's the catch 22. And right. it, too jolly being holidays. like um, yeah. Will Ferrell's elf character pissing people off because they're like, he's, was he like comically too jolly? He's too jolly. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. or just like, you know, maybe sleeping with like 70 of your coworkers at a Christmas party. Mm-hmm. Right. Like the it's original, hard to come back like from that. Too jolly Nick. that way, too. <laughs> like the original St. Nick. <laughs> hard to come <laughs> yeah, back from like, that. When you start St. Nick and people. Saint Nick. <laughs> <laughs> That's St. Nick's too jolly. You banged St. <laughs> Nicholas as well. <laughs> But seriously, guys, get get Nugenics Total Tea and let me know if you're feeling the same thing I'm feeling on this thing. You will be. You will be. Uh, I know what you're talking about, Pat. I'm feeling it. Uh, any any must-do uh, comments from the chat, Eric, uh, before we head, head into the high five? All right. No. Guys. It's time for the high five. It's that time of the week. Let's close it up by checking in with ourselves, you, the listeners of Hard Factor, the Hard O Hive. In this segment, the Hive Five, uh, we do DMs, VMs, comments, polls, five stars, and more. Oh, I forgot to do uh, Spotify polls if anybody wants to look that up uh, while, while I'm talking here. But first up, Tales from the Hive. Now, these are stories that were submitted from our listeners uh, on the ground, many cases uh, in stories that we're talking about on the podcast, like. Uh, hard factor samantha near vancouver uh she's at aj jello on instagram and she sent in her driving experience from this week uh i guess the storms went through vancouver first check out what was happening uh you know with with her driving this week that's a highway to work completely snowed over right oh man and they make you go in canada doesn't matter you're going you're not getting out of snow driving in canada and and then and then this is this is like in the city of vancouver like it's just it's just a fucking mess. Like cars Damn. Going five miles an hour, yeah, snow everywhere. Uh, man, I'm a big Canada guy, but I'm not this cultural bullshit that they have here. A snow day is important, man. It's an important day to have. Yeah, but when you have so much snow, you can't do it. You know what I mean? Because like the fact is, is like you would have to have a snow day all the fucking time. And then check this one. She got this photograph, Samantha. It, it's just, <laughs> it's just a taxi that smashed straight like, into like a streetlight. How mad are you if you were in that taxi? You're pretty mad. Yeah, it's going to be hard to get another taxi. Yeah. Ruined your day. So as we were saying at the top, you know, you can't dress up a weather segment. Be careful out there. Uh, Also, fellas, uh, E.B. Mara is the listener who sent us this map picture. He sent it in the Discord tracking the polar (laughs) vortex. (laughs) Looks like boobs. Oh, it's so good. Describe it, you know. (laughs) Uh, What what does that look like to you, Pat? I'll tell you what it is, guys. It's a uh, it's a global view, like a Google Earth view of uh, the border between Canada and the Estados Unidos and uh, starting at Winnipeg uh, and going all the way east over to Quebecois, you have two gigantic tits. Uh, They are great. It looks like 
yeah. of snow, snow tits. Um, they're like really well shaped. They're like perfectly so imperfect. Nice. They're like normal human so tits. Nice. And uh, we'll we'll put that hey, up on his social e media. Yeah. E.B. Mar hit us in the Discord with that. I said it's the perfect storm. You know, like the movie, except because it's pretty it's good. The boobies, you know, it's pretty Big good. Well, as I said at the top of the show, out loud, it's the perfect storm. <laughs> yeah, you made you chuckle, huh? Mm -hmm. Great. Great. Uh, Eric, is there any comments you want to pop up on that one? I, I know that uh, the, the internet's been enjoying uh, EB Mara's map as well. Uh, I can't read that. Can somebody read that? Who they're replying to the tweet? About to put a load in the Hudson Bay. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, Brad Dad said that. It's yeah. where the belly button is. You're damn yeah. right, it is. You're damn right it is more from rad dad in a little bit oh boy oh yeah the nancy pelosi grant addison a uh, friend of the show retweeted it saying that it's uh winter storm nancy pelosi savaging the country it's stacked did you see that great photoshop of uh someone who uh made it look like i mean pelosi's rack it doesn't need much improving but they improved it somehow and made it look like you weren't a low cut <laughs> they made it look even better well, less oh my god probably. it was so like perfect a little bit more like supple right like a little bit more um younger looking maybe a little bit okay yeah she she was born in the 30s she was she she rose oh she rose so hard she her and i mean there was a lot there was a lot of steamy photoshops of her and, and z uh memes going on okay many listeners guys were wondering about the lion diet newest tiktok trend this week um have you have you fellas looked into it no it sounds mostly, like a liver king type thing. It is. Mostly put this on there because I know Wes looked into it, but it's the carnivore diet. And people yeah. are just saying that now they live like a lion because right. they follow that diet. That's sure. It. If you want to say that, I guess. Sure. And I okay. think you'd eat it at room temperature, too. Maybe the meat like you let it sit out. It's pretty disgusting. Look, if you eat the carnivore diet, you can call it whatever you want because no one cares what you say. You crazy fuck. You know, yeah. the lion diet, whatever. Cool. Yeah, what, call it whatever you want. You can say whatever you want at that point when you're just eating raw meat. Only. And yeah. water and salt. Those are the only three yeah. ingredients you can eat. So, You guys going to try it? Lion diet? No. No. What if you get but, teed up enough? What if, what if the nugenics pushes you to the point where you might want to try it's it? It's possible, but I want to I wanna get there organically. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah um, absolutely. You'll hear about it if, if any of us is on the lion diet. That's all these yeah. fucking idiots talking. <laughs> when you're on the lion diet, that's the only thing you talk about. You got yeah, to stay focused on something. The fucking bathroom all the time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or what do you think? Or you're just thinking about the next piece of meat. Oh. What about? Man, I, think I wonder. It's a warning I can't to have people. anything but rotting meat. I can't wait till the next slice. Has anyone ever? Has, so I feel like every diet's been done before, right? It just gets remarketed, repackaged. Like you know, Atkins is very right, similar. Because this is just the carnivore. Paleo or whatever. Yeah. What if? Hear me out here. You got a fat guy. You got a you got a lady with that fat guy. This fat guy also maybe is emotionally sensitive. Nothing wrong with that. And the lady and the fat guy both want the fat guy to not be so fat. So the lady, uh -huh. right, working with a professional, breaks up with the fat guy, right, uh -huh. so that he gets super distraught and maybe stops eating. Call it the breakup diet. And then once he it can work loses yeah. enough lbs she comes out with the professional and was like honey we're so proud of you it was you just think like oh you could it, could it was it was a fake it was skinny. a ruse to get you skinny so it's not I, even it's honey, not even food it's it's a mental game at that point honey, well it's I like fucking mental dress yeah. and left you uh uh so that you would lose weight uh, i feel like a I'm few people now. might kill themselves by accident on that diet hey but how good will they look in that in that coffin 
Not not because they didn't even try to lose weight. <laughs> they're just going to be dead. Prank. Hey, not all, not all no, not all ideas. Wait, you, not all ideas back are good ideas. Yeah, and then, you, and, you lose about yeah. as much weight as after you shot your pants, after you shot yourself in the head. That's you know the rule in a brainstorming session. You, yeah. you can't okay. poo-poo an idea without bringing a new idea. Okay, no, Pat, so I think that's okay. possible. I, I think, think it's possible that you could that you could like uh, prank somebody into losing weight that way. But that's that's an extreme method. You uh, mentioned you mentioned uh, there's, psychiatry. there's yeah. no diet undone and nothing's been too crazy. What about an all bodily fluid diet? Oh, I think there are. There, there's a guy in India. Remember, he. That's the worst idea. Food. I can say yeah, that with great like, certainty. Like milk, like uh, breast <laughs> yeah. milk. Oh, se- breast milk. Se- yeah. Semen. Pee. Okay, let's. Oh, remember okay. the Indian right. guy? He was eating poop and stuff. Yeah, there's there's toenails. Okay. You gotta what, go to India next? to find that stuff. But the lion diet. Do on TikTok. If you want to find out more, go to TikTok. Okay, actually, never go to TikTok. It's the worst app on the planet Earth. Okay, hard factor. Morgan Polly sent in this one. Uh, he also ordered uh, Omaha steaks with promo code Hard Factor. Uh, that's going to be delicious. But he also sent us this bonus dog Florida man Friday story about a psychic jewel thief, Florida man who got $90 million in jewels out of a Qatari family uh, to, to bless them. He said he was going to bless them because he's a psychic. And then he sent him the 90 million in jewels, but then he didn't return them. He got arrested eventually. They sent him ninety million dollars. Ninety jewels. million in jewels, baby. This guy's an innovator. He's scamming Qatar. Why didn't we think of that? You scam That's Qataris. Everyone's yeah. loaded. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna bless you. I'm gonna bless your jewels. I'm gonna bless your jewels. And they send him the ninety million in jewels. And they just your jewels are looking a little gay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to ungay your jewels. It's an incredible ceremony. Yeah. I'll make your jewels so massive. A hundred percent less gay than they were. Do you want to watch? You can watch. It's it's pretty gay though. Yes. <laughs> no, you're okay. You okay. To embrace the darkness to get it out. Uh, <laughs> uh, that that is a great scheme. But he got caught. Unfortunately, the, our government, for whatever reason, helped the Qataris get a handle on him. Uh, hard factor. Jim sent in footage of the melee battles happening between China and India. Check it out. Oh, shit. It's just with sticks, guys. It looks like, like LARPing, but it's actually them killing each other. Yeah, but it's Chinese versus India at the border. Screaming each other. Slapping each other with sticks. They got shields and sticks. Pretty nuts, huh? This is so much more organized than I thought it would be. They have helmets. This is like a, in a game of Warcraft if you only sent like the, the lowest level people in. Okay, what <laughs> <laughs> it's like one of those games where you send like a hundred pawns in with sticks. Oh, one guy's got a crutch. Yeah. It's, it's, it is comical. It looks a lot like LARPing, actually. Yeah, it's like LARPing. Because they're so all wearing body armor. But you so can hear the noises got... are a little bit more intense than LARPing. You can hear Oh, that guy threw a rock. <laughs> that was fucked up. <laughs> that guy threw a rock. <laughs> he was hanging on that rock for a minute, waiting for the right time. <laughs> Anyways, they just go on like this forever. You, you can see that the Indian side here beat the Chinese with sticks over like a set of rocks. So they won this little battle. It's like right? deadly capture the flag. Yeah. yeah they're just... And so they're like, okay, we can chill for now. Hey, we got him over the rocks. We got him over the rocks. <laughs> So I guess the Chinese like run down the hill. None of these guys need to do this. Like it's just they they decide to do this. What the fuck, dude? What happened was I guess like the Indian army and the Chinese army they're just walking on the same road somewhere, you know? 
and they just fucking throw down in fisticuffs. And in these are real armies. I know they're wearing camo, but are they real armies? Those are the armies. That's the Indian army, the Chinese army. You know, like they're patrolling their borders. And there's no way that's the real army. Yeah, for real. That's the real army. Bro. That that is that is the Indian army. They just they just they just beat the Chinese army off the path with sticks, and now they're cheer they're cheering for them. I mean, I don't want to be rude, but it, it looks like. More like a Central American army that, that it Pat, doesn't have a lot of funding. So, so, yeah, well, Pat, here, let's bring it to the chat to address the funding, in fact. But the, that's what I'm saying. These are like armies of, of really just their own desire because they're not defending anything. Like, no one's going to live in these areas. Like, no, yes, it's, technically it's, it's their country. Mountainous. You see right. how mountainous it is. Yeah. Like, technically, I know one side's China, one side's India. And if you cross the line, you're in China or India. But what I'm saying is, like, they could go 16 miles into those mountains. No one cares. No one no, really cares besides like, these guys. It's a fight club. It's a fight club. Exactly. The Chinese guys, the Indian guys, I think they all like it. It's Nobody's not like dying taking over anything. Last well, year, there was there was the one where there was people dying. But yes. this year, they're just hitting each other with sticks and they have body armor on. Take into the chat. And Jesus mm. is because they aren't allowed to have guns because of an agreement. Um, and he, he said these cats might have been deadly in the yeah, past. Yeah, they have. We, NG, we covered we've covered, it we've covered we've covered the deadly. Well, one no, last I'm, year I'm where a bunch of people died, like forty yeah. something people died last year. But I'm glad they're fatal. You gotta have stakes, otherwise it's just like the Pro Bowl. But like, but that's like, well, they they have a, a Super Bowl every year, Pat. But most of these fights are Pro Bowl levels, warm up fights. It, rem one it, big one. it reminds me of an intense football. What do they call them? Yeah. Clubs or whatever. Like in rivalry Green, games, Green Street yeah. hooligans. Each each. Uh, I forget if they're called clubs or something else. There's a name for them. But each EPL team has a, a fight club. And and they go and they meet in the in the subway and they just fight each other with sticks and like sometimes they get deadly. It's fans like being too too big of fans. These guys do that for like their country, India, yeah, China. Awesome. They're, they're like instead of like uh the Manchester United Club, uh it's like uh Indian Mountain Club. Yeah, but it's all like hand to hand combat, man. That would be pretty like imagine like if they just yeah. you, you wanted to just go fight for them as a ringer. You know, right. You just go it, hang out on the the mountainous border. Say yep. your life went south. You got nothing else to do. Those guys yeah. are Rambo up. style. We should yeah, send like, them some some total tea. Talk about a brotherhood, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You really develop some friendships out there on the, in the, in the would. hills. And you'd have yeah. sex with them probably, too. Potentially. Well, no, no other options. Yeah. Well, you'd, maybe a sheep. There's probably a lot of ghosts. Oh, sheep. Yeah. You'd give it to so, those sheep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, thank you to Jim for that one. Uh, a lawyer in the hive alerted us to this next one, and he says he's the best attorney that money can't buy. Uh, and he told me about the uh, Federal uh, Emergency Rental Assistance Program, also known as the ERAP. And basically, guys, it's another pandemic program that got defrauded into oblivion, just like the PPP and all of the other COVID, you know, uh, money give out programs that they had. People obviously took advantage, defrauded them. Um, and so it's just massive fraud cases popping up all over the country now with this ERAP now that they go in and look at it. Judges in New Orleans, New York, uh, St. Louis, and everywhere else all, all over the country are finding out that uh, not everybody who got their rent paid for losing their job for COVID really deserved that rent to be paid after all. Surprise, surprise. So uh, just, you know, more, more of that. It's like the never-ending uh, uncovering of f COVID fraud schemes. It's, man. It never ends, you know. As a guy who leans socialist, why'd you do this to us, y'all? This makes this makes guys like me look so bad. We can't have nice things when you abuse them. It's been it's been tough for normal taxpayers like you and I that didn't take advantage of that. But um, I I had a financial windfall uh thanks to the American system. Oh really? What happened? Equifax. Remember they they stole everyone's data. Yeah. My wife and I got two separate checks. 
$21.06 each, baby. 40, oh, 42.12. 42.12 from uh, thanks to that class action lawsuit. Fuck you, Equifax. Got Woo. that check, baby. Bring, Come on. Bring in those bucks. Idiots. <laughs> Come on. 42 bucks. Take that, I'm going to claim mine. I think I was compromised, too. That's oh, we're all getting them. Me. Everyone's getting them this, this, this week. Get the it's checks. the worst stimulus ever. You get, yeah. you, get, uh, you get a check for Equifax selling your data to the Chinese. Okay. Um, uh, in much better news... Uh, than all of that, uh, fellas, we can actually 3D print our own wood now as humans. Do you know this? Uh, like particle? Why the, hell, why the hell don't I own a house then, Will? That's a great point, Mark. Not just like shaping the wood into exact shapes with a printer like particle board or something like that, Pat, like where you take a wood piece and then just make it into something else. Actually printing the wood itself using the cells of the flowering plant called uh, Zinnia Illigons. Uh, That's a beautiful like, plant. That is. It's just a little flower. It's just a little, like a, a yard flower. And they use the cells from this. And, and the scientists uh, celebrated the incredible discovery uh, in, nice in, pun. in this year, 2022, uh, in the Journal of Materials Today. Uh, and the scientists, uh, they said this. They said, um, <coughs> Our recent work <laughs> proposed a novel approach to generate. 3D print, printed tunable plant materials from cell cultures with the potential to reduce waste, increase yields and production rates, and reduce environmental disruption as cultures are generated from non-sacrificial plant sample rather than whole plants. So, didn't make, you know, he, he the scientist always celebrate by saying something nobody can understand. All uh, the scientist needs to say is, Housing prices are going to go down soon. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's all he needed to say. I can make you two by fours out of a printer now. Yeah. You going to show me it, or are you just going <laughs> to yeah. talk about it theoretically being possible? Because uh, next, you know, yeah. I'm going to explain yeah. it in a way no one understands. And actually, Pat, no, they didn't show it. They just printed it. They printed their findings in the journal, I think. But but it's a huge, obviously. What do they print their findings on wood? You know what I mean? It's like what? that. That's that's marketing. Think no, think smarter, text. guys. Unfortunately, it's all just text and and very scientific wording. That's well, all they got. What so. if it was a long play to a prank, and they're like, oh look, here's an example of our wood and they just put up a picture of colonel pup ravage just junk hanging yeah. out or the or the big dick guy yeah, yeah the, big dick the, guy yeah. sitting oh out yeah, bed. Pup yeah. Ravage or, oh more to <laughs> yeah. come on pup ravage actually yeah. um uh yeah let's move it to the next one guys hard factor f henry he sent in one to us about the black ace ventura uh he got uh caught in milwaukee uh with over 100 animals in his apartment including uh one apartment he had 25 dogs 23 birds 14 rats eight hamsters seven hedgehogs Six lizards, five, uh, six rabbits, five guinea pigs, four cats, four chinchillas, three tortoises, two alligators, two snakes, one goat, one ferret, and one raccoon. What did it smell like in there? Oh, <laughs> terrible. Waiting for the flood. He's waiting for the flood, man. As soon as he gets that second ferret, that second raccoon, it's on. What's yeah. going on in there? It just reminded me of Ace Ventura. He had to be like, he has to be some kind of like animal dealer investigator guy. Like, you know, that scene I mean, from Ace Ventura is fantastic when. She comes in the apartment. The they hide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. I hope he had a system like that, but he got caught, yeah. unfortunately. But they were watching. They weren't. They weren't hiding their eyes. You know. Which in in which one? In this Ace one? Ventura. You know when he. You know. Oh yes. Because they, they might they might hide their appearance, but they're still looking. You know. They they could see all behind. They had great hiding spots. Uh, next one, Hard Factor uh, Santosh. He sent us one about a uh, drunk ambulance driver in India. This guy allegedly just uh, took a break on his drive to the hospital, 
with somebody who had an injured leg and had a drink and then offered the guy with an injured injured leg a drink and then uh, had somebody take his picture and then they sent it to the Indian news and India is all laughing about that. So <laughs> was it a Friday? I don't know. It was, it was the weirdest news story ever. I didn't, I, <laughs> that leg's not going to get any better if I get you there 10 minutes earlier. <laughs> yeah. this, this guy's like a hero for, yeah. ta- for having a drink. Like, uh, <laughs> he looks like I he's mean, enjoying it. If my leg's in pain, I wouldn't mind a, a drink yeah. in the back of the uh, ambulance. Hold on. I'm going to have a drink for him. Yeah. We'll get you to the hospital eventually. All right. Yeah. Hard Factor Jim S., uh, the saint that he is, he reminded us that it's Booby Christmas again at boobychristmas.com. And I can't go there and show it to you right now uh, because we'd get shut off of YouTube because it is explicit. But <laughs> happy booby Christmas to everybody. Uh, and uh, Hard Factor Alex sent us a story about Thad Roberts. Uh, you're not going to believe this guy. Uh, he's a former NASA intern who got caught stealing and uh, uh, 101 grams of moon rocks so that he could, quote unquote, have sex on the moon back in 2002. So he was going to put the moon rocks like in a bed. Chicky bang, yeah. That's fucking sick, Trump, dude. That's I mean, I mean, you don't expect such a cool move from an intern at NASA. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, but he for some reason the story comes out twenty years later. All right, wait, real quick, go back to Booby Christmas. Yeah, I bet it's nice, isn't it? You're on there, huh? Uh, it's well, I got to describe it for the listeners. Oh, sure, it's an advent calendar. There you Mm -hmm. go. It's an advent calendar, and you you click on each day, and it just is a different (laughs) set of nice boobs. (laughs) Yeah, you do. It's great. It's when did they steal that moon rock? Uh, two thousand two. Oh wow. Okay. Apparently, this is strange. Yeah. So that's it for tales from the hive. Thank you for everybody. Uh, always submitting amazing news stories to us. Uh, it's really you know helps the show move along. Obviously, okay. Now for the Hive's funniest or wildest videos of the week, guys. 13 finalist submissions this week. Incredible week from the Heart of Hive. Uh, here they are. And uh, just tell me who's going to win. You guys are going to pick out at least one. We'll discuss if you want more. But here we go. First up, you could have Colin Phillips. He sent one in of a video of a hippo dick. And it has an interesting function. Phil Wan sent one in of uh, a mashup of Thanos and Tuco from Breaking Bad. Uh, Lombard Trucking sent one in of uh, a Tennessee train crash. Well, and it is massive. Uh, Hard Factor Turner sent one in of a Florida uh, uh, Fort Lauderdale City uh, Commission meeting where uh, gimps showed up. And they were like testifying at, at the at the meeting. Hard Factor John and many more sent in a man who ran the bourbon mile, like a beer mile, except for with bourbon in between uh, the laps. Uh, Hard Factor Neil sent in a video of a fat kid who revved a mini bike. It's really fun. Hard Factor Alex sent in a fat guy who does a workout of the day. He's making fun of CrossFit. And then he also made fun of me in the DMs. And he said, uh, I guess this is Will just trying to get in shape due to all the fat comments. <laughs> and but then I responded him? to him. I said, I used to I used to wad all the time, bro, actually. So that's the joke in the, in the video. Uh, that's my least favorite type of humor is when people, wad. I really hate it when they do that, Will. Well, when they make fun of CrossFit. When they see a fat guy and then they say something about it, you also being that fat guy, it's just like the lame. Oh, no, I loved it. I thought it was great. It was okay, well, I'm very protective of you related to that humor. I'm also making fun of him because he, because he was calling me fat in the DMs. Okay. Not that video. Stanley the Manly uh, sent in one of six water spouts at, at once in the Gulf of Mexico. Pretty cool. Hard Factor Chris and others sent in one of the F-35 malfunction. I'm sure you guys maybe have seen that one. Hard Factor Sick. Dan 
Send in one of cats fucking with people while they sleep. Mark, you might be interested in that. Hard factor, Zach. Uh, send in one of a dolphin who destroyed a paddleboarder who's just trying to paddleboard, and the dolphin takes him out. Jimmy Wet sent in one of a 10,000-year-old library recently found in Tibet. It'll blow your mind. And the Dutch Hammer sent in his, this year's version of The Night Before Dankness from the Hard Factor Grow House. So I ask you, that's a lot of videos. Which ones do you want to watch? So what's many. Winner? Why don't what's we just put Dankness on at the end to close the show? Like yeah, that sounds good to just me. Put that at the okay. end. So take that. Okay. Off the Dankness board. Off the board. I mean, I like um, I like Gimps and Hippo Dick. Um, mm-hmm. Well, I, but hold on. I don't like Gimps if it's like, if it's like, uh, remember, remember that guy who, who, uh, tried to break in the, to Barstool last week who did like oh, no, the no, fucking no. Uh, not, the, he, the are... he stole Chad and JT's thing about like crashing a city council meeting in an unfunny way it's a city Remember? council meeting yeah but it's I want it if the gimps are for serious but if they're oh, trolling they it's great it's a then great, gimps. It's a great then performance gimps. the gimps it is a great one okay gimps Florida gimps wins and it's Florida man Friday hard factor turner way to go you win hard factors funniest video of the week gimps Here gimps the gimps look who caught a fly this happened at Fort Lauderdale's city commission meeting last night. Good evening, council peoples. You may call me mistress. I am here standing neutral to the motion approving an agreement for the proprietary purchase of yard waste processing and disposal. I do, however, find it interesting that you will spend almost $1 million to hide your secrets down the drain. Hiding that condom I know you used to cheat on your spouse with. So, I propose that you use a quarter of that mill to support doms and subs in Broward County to build a dungeon created for us by us, the taxpayers and voting Ooh, citizens. Bud. In closing, do not let Dungeon. this glamorous look distract you from doing your duty to take my demand. I look forward to spanking each and every single one of you nice. at the new esteemed dungeon. You are dismissed. <laughs> First time visitors okay, get one free spank. And happy holidays to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the, that's the true hero. That's the true star. City manager, are there any districts that have a dungeon? <laughs> Not that I know of. <laughs> uh, I'm in. Yeah, give him the dungeon. Give him the dungeon. I, I thought it was a fantastic performance uh, by the Gimps. I I think that they at least deserved some. And the guys were laughing, but that was just nervous laughter. Uh, I think they deserved some consideration there. I think that it might have been fake because if you're telling me there isn't a dungeon in Broward County, I'd call you a liar. Well, not a, not not publicly funded. Not public funded. Not approved. But do you really want they a wanna, public they dungeon? Board. They want to be they want to be above board now. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever? I mean, like a YMCA can only get so clean. You know what I mean? Like a community center can only get so clean. You don't want that with a dungeon. You want you want private money in there. Yes, uh, you do, Pat. You don't. Uh, dungeon is dirty work. Is you there a worse? You were talking about the Walmart. Yeah, I know job. you're a big communist guy, Pat, but I think even in a communist society, you'd want the dungeons to be private. No, dude, I joined. You'd want, you'd, you'd want those to be publicly funded. You'd want like I, the government. No, no, no. They got to be privatized. I'm a yeah, socialist, not a communist. Yeah. I joined a, uh, the, a private club one time. Uh, I think it was like over South by Southwest hammer drunk. 
and the yeah, bars you closed. A, you took us there once. Yeah, and, and and it was it sucked. It was horrible because it, there wasn't so enough we private bugs. money in there. It was like Some dirty and sticky. Yeah. It was horrible, man. It's like BYO liquor. Um, no, there was liquor there, but could you? I mean, could you imagine cleaning that dungeon? I would stink. You'd, that, you'd hope that, that there are drains on the floors, and it's no, that type jan- of situation. You're gonna catch something too. J- dungeon janitors, that should be like a, a criminal should get that job. Like, you need hazard mm-hmm. pay to be a yeah. dungeon j- janitor. You know, yeah, one of the worst job listings possible you could see on Indeed. That should dungeon be like instead janitor. of sentenced to jail, you just kind of like live in the dungeon yeah. and you clean it. Here's your jail yeah. sentence. You're a dungeon janitor. <laughs> yeah. If you're gonna do it, you at least want to be the day shift dungeon janitor. That's well, I mean, Will Will debunked that. He said if he's going to Amsterdam, he's going during the day. I mean, it's gonna be dirty. No, that's what I'm saying. But there's like, yeah, the trust me, guys. Yeah, yeah, the you want to be. A, no, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. <laughs> maybe you don't want it on the half price guys. They're gonna have a lot. I'll leave behind. Oh, it looks like I got the lay of the land. <laughs> Let's get down to business. You're right. No, you're right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like eating, yeah. dropping their lunch trash on the ground. It's not good any time of the day. <laughs> Night janitor, you're right. Yeah. All right. Uh, okay. Uh, and uh, Pat, thank you for uh, this week. You are Hard Factors voicemail editing specialist. So thank you this week, Pat, for cutting them up. Can you play them for us? Please? Let's jump right into it. Voicemails. If you want to leave a voicemail on the show, the number is 512 um, uh, 270 1480. 270 so I just got fired before Christmas, so I'm door dashing to make a little extra money on the side. Um, it just took me to Hooters to do a DoorDash pickup, which leads me to two questions. Number one, when's the worst time you've ever been fired in your career? And number two, what's the worst place to get takeout from? Because you go to Hooters for the experience, not the food. All right, peace out, fellas. Have a great fucking day. It's a great point. You got to hope that your DoorDash guy – well, he – you, I'm sure he's getting asked for a pick, right? Like when is it? Okay, yeah. the food, and then uh, do you get a pick? Do you get any picks? <laughs> <laughs> you take any picks? <laughs> you describe? Can you describe her to me? Oh, um, hopefully, I, is, yeah. To his, to his point, is I, I, can't, I couldn't, I couldn't tell. To his point, we have Twin Peaks here. It's like it's like Hooters, right? And I, um, I like their their nachos are really good, and I. I my wife and I got uh, Twin Peaks takeout once, and it was the worst takeout we've ever had. It was terrible. It was the worst. Yeah, it's hard. And it's not yeah. that it's not like horrible in the restaurant. It's pretty good, but like this, like the they they don't they don't convert well to Twin takeout. Peaks, yeah. Look, as somebody who's been to Twin Peaks and Hooters enough, I know that the only things takeout you want to get from either of those is the giant nachos from Twin right. Peaks or the like the grouper sandwich and just like right because those type of restaurants are built for you to but go into them they don't even have a system really for takeout they're like what what someone's calling in a takeout order right. to twin they peaks they're not even yeah. they're not even coming in <laughs> the nachos come in a kitchen trash bag yeah exactly you literally Here you go. Go to look at your weight it's a sack of chos <laughs> yeah. no no pat the, the the chos are gigantic they, they give you a comically large thing at, at right. twin peaks um, but was it Chuck or Chet? Or, uh, Pat, I couldn't, Could, I couldn't tell Chuck. Well, I want to give him credit for potentially the best voicemail of all time. Just got fired during the holidays, having to do a Hooters, uh, uh, you know, carry out order, which is just ridiculous. Delivery from Hooters is ridiculous. You're right. Did um, you hear how upbeat he was too after just getting oh, fired? Yeah, but you got, yeah. he's got the right attitude. You can tell he's that he's a, he's, he's, he's a winner. He's, he's going to be, 
Yeah, he's gonna be back he's in no time. Yeah. People are gonna be chasing him, Chuck Chet, for for the next job because he's that he's that he's no that bunch of a coxman. You can tell yeah. by the way that he carries Just, himself. Okay, thanks for the wings. Describe her to me as I draw her. And he'll have a great com- <laughs> have a great like some witty to say. You can tell. I'm not allowed uh, there anymore. Can you tell me who was working? <laughs> tell me what it smelled like. The firing part though. Worst. So we got fired uh, two holidays ago. Um, uh, and that was the only time I've ever been fired. So definitely the worst. And my wife was pregnant, nine months pregnant. We so. got laid off. I feel like I've been fired one time and laid off one time. The laid off the time you talked about, I got fired one time, but I was happy to get fired for it, which is. I, I like yeah. kind of self fired myself from the Wyndham. Remember when we first uh, moved here? Wes and I worked at the Wyndham because it was walkable from our apartment complex, and I didn't have a car my first year in Austin. So we would go, and we made great money. Room service at the Wyndham, like they you, they told you to like not tell people gratuity was included, so you get an eighteen percent gratuity on the bill, and then people would always pay you cash. So I, w- I would make like three hundred bucks a shift, pretty good money. Um, but we wore this embarrassing outfit, and we had to wake up sometimes at five a.m. to go do the coffee shift. And so Wes started like getting in my head. He was like, I, "I, this is just so embarrassing. Don't you hate this uniform?" No, Wes will, Wes will I, fuck you out of a job. And, so and I was like, hard well, Wes, we're making so much cash; it's walkable." Well, he's been fired or quit like fifteen times. He's fearless, dude. Yeah. He is yeah. fearless about quitting a job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or- he doesn't care about For reputation sure. or no, anything no. like so that. So he's getting in my head and he's like, we should quit. We should quit. Look at us in these uniforms. We look like douches. So uh, we, we were drinking like most nights of the week, uh, all of us together and stuff. And uh, one night I almost finished like, uh, a lot too much vodka. Woke up at 1230 for a noon shift. And I was like, I can't get to work. I was like, I, I can barely move out of this. I'm on the couch. I think I peed the couch. I was like, I, I can't get to work. <laughs> so like, 30 minutes later, I'm like trying to shower and stuff. I get a call. It's like 1 p.m. from our general manager. And she's like, where the fuck are you? Because they only had like sometimes one person on. It was it was like supposed to be me. And if you didn't, if the people didn't show up, they had to work like double shifts. So I was like, ah. I was like, I'm not going to make it. And she's like, why not? I was like, well, I'm a little bit drunk. I'm sorry. I'm not going to make it. I've been a good employee. I'm sorry. I fucked up. And she was like, this is not acceptable. And I was like, oh, is it not acceptable? The scarlet letter. And I hung up on her because she just had an affair. <laughs> she just had an affair with our head chef. And he was like engaged. Uh, and so uh, I got fired. Uh, for yeah, that'll her get you fired right letter. away. Yeah. Right. You were fired. She was so mad. I remember that. She, she was, was not so happy mad. with me. She was like, why don't you we fucking call me? Yeah, yeah. Like you, you like she spotted you, I think, in the lobby one time. and You had to like run out of there. Because she was so pissed at you. She was not happy with me. Yeah. That was a low blow, but you were hungover. So. That was the yeah. first thing I could think I mean, of. She was giving hungover. me shit, and she just cheated on me. No, it was effective. I'm not shitting on her. It's an insult. It was a, home a, it was a great insult. Yeah, oh, it, was a, it was a 10 out of 10 insult. It wasn't called for, but it was, it no. was it's, as an insult. It was stacked. Yeah. It blew her well, off her kind of is called for. When you are, when you, now, when somebody, I will say this. It is annoying when somebody's rubbing their affair all over your face at work and you have to deal with it. And they and they just there's that unspoken expectation that you'll just never, ever, ever, ever. Well, everyone was talking about it behind your back, so behind their backs. I was to the only me, that's so annoying. Yeah, I at least I at least was honest with them. I was like, every employee's talking about it. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Well, that's a good like, point. I'm just going to you... say I'm just going to say one thing to you about it because I've had to fucking look at it for six months now. <laughs> Scarlet letter. Yeah. Yeah. It needed to be said. Uh, so that was like a quit firing. Yeah. She, called, she called me like two days later because I was a good employee there. And she's like, do you want to like, I, I'm totally willing to like hash this out with you. I was like, are you serious? Oh, she's, she's like, I'll like, cheat yeah. on whomever I'm with she with like, you. You know like, that. I was like, right. you want me to come in and have a conversation with you yeah. after I called you the scarlet letter? I'm just going to apologize <laughs> and let's move on. And I'll never see you again. She was like, good point. Good point. Uh, <laughs> I made a mixtape of the acoustic B-sides of Jimmy's Chicken Shack. Uh, and then gave that make, very selective mixtape to the board of our 
hometown so that they would book Jimmy's Chicken Shack yes. at our uh, at our uh, summer festival, and they did. And then when Jimmy's Chicken Shack played uh, High and Dropping Anchor, it was pretty pretty heavy for the town. I got fired the next day. But <laughs> good good way it. to go out. Good way to go out. Yeah, that was all, worth, yeah. it, worth pretty it. Pretty rock and roll. Actually, both worth it. Pretty rock and roll. Chicken Shack High is a great song. Ah, yeah, great, great band. I, go I back. I almost got, I almost got fired from the brewery I worked at, but I got into a yelling match with the, with the, um, the owner, and then by the end of it, I was like, I told him I was like, he was about to fire me, and I was like, well, I was actually talking to you because I'm going to quit, and you've been cheating me on my checks, and so when I dropped that on him, then he like, again, yeah, kind of like begged, like, oh, I'll try to make it right, blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah. you didn't was, need that job. You were working way too hard for way too little money with that job. Yeah, but working your ass off, canning. Breweries are cool. Kegan. Yeah, you good took beer. A, you took me on for one shift, and I got paid in um, in like the bottles that don't get filled all the way. So like, I worked one shift with yeah, you the under the table. Beer. Yeah, like, a, and yeah. Uh, and I we got like thirty six half filled beers for my four hour shift. It's such a work. <laughs> that <right>? sucks. <laughs> that sucks so bad. What I a mean, raw deal. They are, they are really nice beers, but yeah. they Star are nice beers. Great beer. it's like yeah, it's like yeah, it's like a. It's it was like sixty beer. bucks in beer. So yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, here's the next voicemail, guys. Wednesday night slash early Thursday morning, one eleven a.m. What's up, y'all? Evan, I'm using the voice note recording for the first time instead of calling it in i understand that that's better quality anyway i was just quickly wondering how do y'all brush your teeth with respect to applying the toothpaste do you wet the brush put the toothpaste on toothpaste on the brush and then wet the brush or do you just put the toothpaste on and then start brushing um i'm asking this because i just got done personally i'm a toothpaste on the brush kind of guy wet it a little bit and then start brushing Love the show. Love you guys. Have a great fucking weekend. Stand, stand 12 by. hours and one minute later. Hey, it's Gavin. Um, my last voicemail sucks. So, uh, <laughs> given the holiday, uh, what's your favorite Christmas memory? Black the best gift you've ever received. Uh, happy holidays, everyone. I, I, okay. I think his first voicemail was one of the best ones. Way better. I thought it was great. Better. One of the best it we've ever gotten. Yeah. It's a great but question. 12 hours and one minute later. Uh, <laughs> at first, you one eleven a.m. 12 hours, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, we're only going to answer that first question. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the answer to the second question is an electric toothbrush. Uh, <laughs> what, what, what do you guys do? Uh, the first option, the only well, sane said, option. I didn't know there was another option. You wet you, the toothbrush first, and then you get the toothpaste oh, on it. Oh, no. Yes. Oh, no. I turn I on the little... sink, and I put my toothbrush underneath then I put the, the toothpaste on. No, toothpaste on first, then wet both at the same time. That's how I roll, Willie. I get my Sometimes I'll do that. First, I get toothpaste. my brush wet, bro. No, not me. Sometimes I'll put the toothpaste on and then wet. leave it leave it for a second, get undress, take that toothbrush into the shower. Dude, a dry, totally dry. A dry toothbrush is offensive oh, to me, man. It's wet it with the shower. The shower wet. water. Sometimes I'll do that. I'll wet it again that. after I put toothpaste on, but it, be it has to be saturated. I don't want mm -hmm. a dry bristle. Um, can I tell you guys something about oral health care? I got a water pick uh, flosser. Oh, it's a fucking dream, bro. It's the coolest thing ever. There's okay. no, I don't know why I have waited 36 or 37 years again. I can't remember to get to this point to use seven. a water pick flosser. Is it seven? It is. Yeah. You sure? What? I'm positive. We're about to be in 2023. Yeah. All right. Mark, how old are you? Are you 38 yet? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. 37. Yeah. <laughs> Well, as a 37-year-old guy. In better news, um, 
Merry Christmas to, to you. Oh, Jay Hender one twenty three. Thank you for the tip. Merry Christmas. Thanks, Jay Hender. Jay Hender hooked it up with a fat tip for Christmas, like like you should your postal delivery people. That's right. We're delivering um, the news. Right. Delivering the news right to you. All right, next voicemail. Yeah, we deliver something. Hard Factor Boys, Dallas Dave here with a Christmas poem for the Hardo Hive. <clears throat> Twas the darkest day of year in the Hardo Hive, freezing temperatures, feeling barely alive, stocking up and shopping for the holiday week to come, wishing you'd completed even half the to-dos you should have done. Down Austin, Texas way, Mark and West sat, eating Christmas tamales, happy and fat. In New Jersey, Pat fought bad drivers and toll roads galore, he even had to pump his own gas, Maron. Oh, what a chore. <laughs> and in the biggest little city in the world, Reno NV, Will Smith slapped on a smirk, happy as can be. And so we look ahead to 2023, but first festive fixtures, M-O-T. Will Santa deliver a win for Leeds United as we close out our year? Or will Erling Holland crush our souls and our holiday cheer? Tune in on 1228 as we cheer on our whites. H-A-G-F-D, and have a great Christmas night. Damn. Wow. Damn. It was, it was, it was frosty, and it was, it was Robert Frost-like, man. I had uh, stone cold chicken, uh, sorry, cheese and green chili tamales from H-A-B last night. Oh, he's he so on it. it. He nailed it. I'm smirking all the time over here. In the biggest he knows what he's city. doing. Yeah. Um, quick, quick update. Uh, we're Leeds Podcast, if you don't know. And exactly. uh, when we first started following Leeds, I uh, I bought all the boys' sh jerseys, I and then ran out of money to buy one for myself. So oh, I don't have one, and then I stopped following know. Leeds. But I, I if I do support a team, I do. Yeah. What's going on with Leeds? Will? I could send you mine back because I fatted uh, out of mine. Like, oh, that's why I bought it big for you because I knew I'd fat right into it. Send it on, <laughs> send it on over. It's your no, size wait, now. We're lower. We're lower. <laughs> we're, we're lower in the standings. We're lower. We're like hand-me-downs with cousins. I'd say yeah. we're lower probably like usually in the standings. Yeah, we're 15th. Okay, so that's mm. three away from relegation. And then we play Manchester United on the 28th, as, as Dallas Dave pointed out. But that doesn't mean anything. West Ham, Everton, they're below us, right? There's some there's some squads that probably won't get relegated below us. Bournemouth is right above us. We could probably jump those bastards. I mean, like there's a lot. Brentford like last season's going to come down to the last th three or four games. Yeah, games. look. Yeah. So that's why I like it. Yeah. All right. Cool. Also, also on Leeds on the Leeds front, uh, Willifred Nyoto, because Bamford, he has not been played. Rodrigo's got all of our goals this year and Bamford, the striker, has not scored at all. I don't think so. We have a new Italian striker. Uh, little guy called Willifred Gnoto, uh from you know Italy and uh, he, he quick they can't quick. see him they can't see him in there he's Look, little he is he he's he's gonna he's gonna be something to watch I'd say I think I think he's gonna be him and Tyler Adams the American and also obviously Brendan Harrison another American is, leads a great squad to root for is there like a I don't know if this happens in soccer is there like a Muggsy Bogues or a Spud Webb of soccer like like yeah, uh, Lionel Messi but but like Messi, Messi's yeah, not like Messi. is there someone like who's so noticeably small that his smallness is his asset. Seven. I mean, Messi's like one of the smallest guys you're going to have. In most recent soccer, it's been it's been the opposite. It's tall guys because all the soccer players are like 5'10", five, 5'9". Five, so like uh, whenever there's an Eastern European striker that's like 6'9", Germany had one. I think Croatia had one. You can see how freakishly tall they are. Like they would be like power forwards or, or, or small forwards in the NBA, but in soccer they look like they're because three times the size. Height. I'm talking about like a 5'1". Five, a five one or, or but they're all 5'9", Pat, so it doesn't, it doesn't compute. No, I don't they're think all, everyone's 5'5", five, five in soccer. Okay. Um, well. uh, thank you to Eric Donahue. He's our postal service. He just delivered. 
Hell yeah, I love that. All right, next voicemail. Chat. Good morning, boys. Amish Brock calling in with your Amish fact of the week. Now, I know it's been a little bit since I've called in last, but uh, something uh, came across that uh, is pretty upsetting to me, and it just uh, proves how lazy these fuckers are. So the Amish uh, don't only celebrate Christmas on the 25th of December, but feel the need to, uh, you know, just take another day and say, yep, fuck it, it's Amish Christmas, December 26th. So uh, back-to-back days, um, usually these fuckers get an extra day of vacation uh, because of this, but uh, luckily this year, um, in most businesses, Christmas is observed on the 26th, so uh, fuck you, you're coming into work just like everybody else, you get off the same days as everybody else, you don't get fucking special treatment just because you're shitty humans and you, <laughs> you fuck our roads up with your buggies and um, put human shit in your field, uh, so nothing special for you this year, just fuck you, come to work as normal. Have a great fucking Christmas, boys, and uh, see you in the new year. Thank you, Amish Brock. You seem a little upset, though. I got to say, you're a little hot under the collar right there. I know you hate right. the Amish well, always, but it was a bit of a stretch. I mean, I, I was good because Amish don't have jobs, right? They, they work on their farms. So, like, that was just Brock. I think taking out that he's not getting enough off time this holiday. I, I could tell you this right now, holiday Brock. Anger. He hates Amish Christmas. That and, yeah. and in fact, though, I'm glad you told us. I'm glad you told us because now the Monday I was calling it the Boxing Day special, but it's really the Amish Christmas special. It's Amish I, Christmas. I am going to put this in my lexicon. That's as long as a Amish Christmas, or it's longer oh, yeah. than a Amish Christmas uh, for sure. Country, too long. Instead of country mile. Yep. There you go. Yeah, so <laughs> take it to the chat. Mr. A came in with a Christmas gift. Oh, and, that was so nice. And he and Tataka are right. Um, it's this is what I this is what you wet. You wet, then you put the toothpaste on, then you like wet it again. You leave the faucet on. That's well, what he said. If you paste wet, you can take out a whole step. No, nah, man, you gotta you gotta have the water so that the t- the toothpaste lands a soft cushion in there. Mm. You don't want it sitting too high on the toothbrush. Mm. What if it slips off because it's too wet? Oh no, then you. I mean, that happens like once a month. You, there's toothpaste. Mm. You get the, mm. you once get a like month seven thousand toothpaste squirts out of a can. Right. Yeah, uh, you guys are wrong. Mark's wrong. Patton will it right. Hey boys, it's Tony from PA here. I'm very drunk right now. Just got back from one of the breweries that opened up uh, two weeks ago, maybe, here in the city of the minor league team that I work for. I did not drive home drunk. One of my buddies, his girlfriend, drove us home. He lives in the same apartment complex as me. Do something dangerous, Tony. I did not drive drunk. Don't condone that. Don't do it. Not worth it. Don't risk your lives. Don't risk other people's lives. Just don't be a fucking idiot. But want to wish you guys happy Christmas. Merry Christmas. Jesus. Happy holidays. Um, love you all. Looking forward to trivia here on the 30th. Nice. Uh, peace out. Have a great fucking weekend. Sorry if you hear the cats. They're being little assholes right now. Is that Diego? Diego. What's I appreciate that he bigged it up to Jesus, too, because not, not enough people wish him a happy birthday. That's why we celebrate. Yeah. Um, you know what Tony reminds me of is uh, Richard Splett, that character uh, from um, Veep. Uh, the, I don't the, remember which one that is. Exactly. Yeah, I don't very remember helpful that. guy. He's always, not a big enough nice, guy. Yeah. Tony is very he nice. He ends up being the president at the very end. So. Good oh. show. Veep is. Oh, yeah. So we're going to do trivia on the 30th. I think we're opening up to the entirety of the uh, of the Discord or Patreon members. So you could be a Florida Man Friday uh, member. You could be a uh, Pop the Clutch or, or Send in the Car, and you get access to trivia. Uh, mm. Going to be doing a little bit different. I'm going to put a little poll in the Patreon mm. page 
so you can RSVP because we're probably gonna have more people than normal. Might have to split it into two sessions, but it'll be on the thirtieth. Um, anyway, that's right. That is for all uh, you know, Patreon um, and and bonus subscribers. Let us know if you if you subscribe somewhere else and you want to do the trivia next week. Let us know. DM us. We'll we'll figure it out. Okay. Um, also, uh, you know. The, we are going to move along to comments now that we have voicemails. Thank you, Pat, for, for taking us to the voicemails. We've got comments. First up, told you Pup, Pup Ravage was coming back. Hard Factor Andrew asks a very important question. He responded to our uh, post about, uh, you know, the Chiefsaholic uh, episode going live with the with the wolf mask. And he said, any relation to uh, Ravage slash Savage Pup? Such is a good, good question. Do we know? Is there a connection between the Chiefsaholic who wears the uh, wolf costume to Chiefs games and to Rob Banks to the um, the pups of the of the armed services who are banging. Oh, in, in Pearl interesting. Yeah. So no. Any connection there? I don't think so, I don't think so. No, it's it's good to try to connect the dots. And I think that uh, Andrew's think, head is in the right place. I think that, you know, there are a lot of similar characteristics between the individuals. Yep. Yeah. Well, they, yeah. They're like peas mm-hmm. in a pod, but a lot of parallels to draw there. You yeah. Could say. Yeah. I would say that they'd hang out, but no one hangs with Chief Saholic. <laughs> you know what? I tagged Pat. You're right, because I tagged him in uh in my post. Uh and uh Instagram told me uh they gave me like the soft warning. They were like, Hey, make sure you're not bullying people in your DMs. <laughs> yeah. They, look, like, look bullying <laughs> bullying is what got us Chief Saholic in the first place, okay? <laughs> they gave me the exactly. soft warning. He was bullied into becoming that, that person. Yeah. And also two alphas don't get along. So they're they're very similar, but they wouldn't be able to get along. And you got they would two go alphas dick there. To dick. Yeah. They would just go cock jousting in the That's locker right. room. Yeah. Uh yeah. Okay, uh, so that was a great comment. Uh, also, another comment, the YouTube comments have been on fire. Um, we've got one here uh, from uh, Jesse Tellez. Uh, they say, switch to you guys uh, for news at work instead of NPR. Hell yeah. That's what I like yes. to see. That's what I like to see. And uh, also, NR uh, uh, commented, Will's Roomba leak is just him breaking a toilet and then the Roomba trying to clean it up. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> Uh, got me. Uh, and it's, then also, it's uh, sadder Max. than Schindler's List. <laughs> it's a dungeon, dungeon yeah. janitor. Yeah, the dungeon. The, me, just me and the Roomba in the dungeon. Uh, and, and oh no, <laughs> not again! <laughs> These pictures. It's gonna haunt the the people that review the Roomba pictures. Uh, and then facts with three Z's. Right, writes. I love these triple yeah. laughy face emoji. And I think that the YouTube YouTube's on fire. As we were saying at the top of the episode, YouTube, Spotify, those are really the top apps to listen to the show yeah. on right now. Um, all right, let's close it up. Five star reviews. Uh, pretty funny. Wale sent us this one. He did it uh, on Spotify. You know, you can leave us a five star review on Spotify and then send it via DM. He sent us, sent us this one all the way back on on December 3rd. And, and uh, it would have been unread till now. And then he says, I know you guys say no ratings. Uh, you got to read, read this on the high five or else he says, and he says, uh, will delivers the joke. Mark reiterates Wes waits till the right moment, then throws a wild card. Was it the right moment? I don't know. Pat insight. Why the joke makes sense. Maybe in a different order, but not by much. That's it. Nice. That's the five star review. Love it. Wale. Thank you. 
So did he did yeah, he see our our planning documents? <laughs> I don't I, no I don't I think just talking I about we kept general, those private general dynamic I guess all right here we go five stars from uh, James Tev this is uh, left uh, the old school way on Apple Podcasts uh, you can leave them for us uh, Spotify Apple Podcasts if uh, we will read them back on Friday's show uh, the title of this five stars Fetterman film credit AA thug number one. He's always okay. cast as thug number one, bro. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Shut down. <laughs> shut it down. If, if, you're, if, you're, if you're auditioning for thug number one and Fetterman walks in, you might as well turn around. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're, you're outclassed. <laughs> it's, it's like a, it's like any character role for like an eccentric person and Totoro walks in. You're just, yeah. you're done. Uh, uh, Fetterman uh, film credit AA thug number one he says hey guys Wednesday December 13th episode of Hard Factor has me in tears now don't take this the wrong way but I'm not typically laughing audibly while listening to the show it's funny and informative I think you guys have the perfect balance of humor and info and personality for content and usually I don't care as much for episodes that don't have all four hosts unless it's Mark LOL LOL just kidding but this Fetterman bit all three of you were firing on all cylinders so much quotable lines quote he looks underdeveloped, like he's really struggling. Unquote. <laughs> put put him in a sepia photograph, and he'd fit right in. Unquote. Christian Bale yells, "Quote, get me that mongoloid again! He had a stroke. Oh, what a stroke of luck!" And that was Mark's line. Uh, I wouldn't normally, I wouldn't normally send feedback, but the way you guys bounced off each other and your history as friends uh, came through so perfectly. Very, very funny. Highly recommend. Thank you, James nice. Tev. Uh, that was a fun segment. And John Fetterman, you know, uh, joking about exploiting a congressman's freakish body is peak hard factor. Uh, so thank you, uh, James. Tech, we had fun with that, that segment, too. Yeah. And and, uh, and and enjoying it as well. Thank everybody so much for listening. It is time to spin that wheel to see who does the high five next Friday. Here we go. Call my own number. I will Dialed be back it up. on the high five once again. Now, we don't, really now. Need to, we don't really need to do it. This would be for two, Wednesday's show, right? No necessito. It'll be a Not mystery. Necessary. Not necessary. You know what? You'll get the, your next wheel spin when you tune in for yeah. the mm-hmm. Amish Christmas special right. on Boxing Day afternoon. That's, That's when right. that one's going to drop. Uh, you know, as I said, God, this, ep- Amish- this episode is longer than Amish Christmas. I know it's it really is. So we got to get out of here. We got that drop. No way. This is going up on time. (laughs) We got the holiday (laughs) trivia for patrons and bonus pod subscribers. uh, So reserve a spot. We're going to put that out. Uh, Half a pack with Wes tomorrow drops uh, next week for subscribers as well. Regularly scheduled pods back on uh, December 28th, midnight Eastern. That's going to do it to end another amazing week at Hard Factor. We love you all. Uh, Thank you so much for supporting the pod. And most importantly, get out there and have a merry fucking Christmas and a happy fucking holiday. See you later, yeah!